Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest. Podcast Network. Please welcome the wickedly talented. Bam, 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 bam. Hey, fam! Welcome to Hey, fam. This is Levins, Zangus, and um, we just hope everyone listening right now is safe. Yeah, because uh, uh, we we care about everyone deeply. And I've just prepared this um, MLK remix that we're just going to play out for the rest of the episode. Um, while we're sipping champagne on a rooftop, just doing the doing everything we can. You, yeah, you watch that, David. Oh Getter. yeah, that's a, obviously what it was in reference to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, he legitimately tone deaf. Well, he sounds like a Sasha Baron Cohen car- co- yeah, character. The speech he gives before and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like while he's isolated on this like rooftop. Like, Shout out palace. to his family. <laughs> it's it is it is like if it, yeah, it's like when you. I remember when like Nathan for you before it came out. There were those reports of dumb Starbucks and a lot of people like, oh, this has to be for a show. Yeah, And then totally. like, it's yeah. like that. It's like you're going, surely this this is in season two of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's. What is it? Who is America? Yeah, that's right. Surely it's, this yeah. is. But no, it's just probably David. But let's not say it isn't yet because <laughs> yeah, we have been fooled before. Maybe all everything that's going, maybe all of 2020 is actually just... Sasha Baron Cohen's second season of, of Who is America? Well, you know who's been really quiet lately? Chris Lilly. I'm thinking maybe it's a Chris Lilly character. Because <laughs> I, I, I know I turn to Chris Lilly at times of, um, you know, when the world's a little heated up with uh, race injustices across the yeah, board. Yeah, the, the most... Yeah, the most I turn to... The deft touch of, uh, of Chris Because, I mean, he would know better than anyone. He's played an Asian kid. Yep. <laughs> He's played a deaf person. Played He's a, played an a islander. Young black Pacifica, rapper. A young black... Like... I kind of like defer to him, you know. We of course don't mean that. Chris Lilly is absolute dirt. And it's so shit. I just re- I was remembering the other day. He used to come to my gigs all the time. I remember he was at the Yeezus tour. He stood next to me, and so many cunts were getting photos with him that it was so annoying. I had to move, and I moved my own spot because I was sick of like little, little like white kids coming up and asking. But he, for he, he is such a like a nervous wreck of a dude. Like when he's I would not, be too when he's not playing. <laughs> if a I had released a song called Dead N Word. <laughs> Jesus I would be God. a nervous wreck. <laughs> yeah, but look, um, uh, we have uh, been watching everything going on yep. in America this week, and and then you know being made aware of what's been going on in Australia um, for for years, and um, it's 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 been a in, insane week to kind of 
Again, I'm like, you know, I'm not sleeping. I'm checking my phone yeah. un- until it seems I non-stop can't though. Keep my it was, eyes open it was like uh, climate change, bushfire, COVID. It's been like 2020. I tell you what, yeah, <laughs> you're 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 a moody bitch. And what's fucked up is that COVID isn't over yet. No, it's like, and and, and I, it's probably going to get worse I'm, because a lot of people are going outside. and like, you know, yeah. I, I, I want, it's a tough one. There's there's a bunch of. Um, be astute if you lived not in America right now and you, you see people organizing Black yeah, Lives Matter rallies. Yeah, you did some good research. Rallies. Um, there was one in Sydney this weekend and I couldn't work out who was organizing it. The and Hyde the, Park one, right? Yeah, the two yeah. hosts of it, both. Like, I don't know if they still are, but the, the only connection that I could find between the two hosts was that they both taught at a Hillsong College, yeah. which is like a Christian cult in uh, in in North like the northern suburbs of Sydney. Um, Ask someone who is a person of colour which one you should go to. Yeah. You you know, or, you know, don't expect them to do your work for you, but also... Well, there is, there is, there's a vigil going on um, this, uh, this uh, Saturday Saturday afternoon. um, Yeah. On Lee Street outside the... um, Redfern Correctional. Is it there? I I, I think so. I'll I'll get the actual... It's in the one in Redfern. Uh, I think it goes... Through Redfern. Um, so we have, it's called on Facebook. If you look up, stop all black deaths in custody, vigil for George Floyd. Um, it's at 20 Lee Street, Chippendale, this Saturday from three till five. Um, and that one is, is being run by a bunch of like very refutable groups. Yeah. You've got the anti-colonial That's Asian the one, but Alliance. also if you go be extremely safe because we don't want to get that curve fucking, we don't do like monos on a curve. No, totally. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, I'm very conflicted because it's something I feel extremely passionately about and want to go to, but also I'm like already scared of leaving the house and being near more than two people. A vigil sounds like one of the worst breeding grounds for something like this. Yeah, yeah, no, like, totally. And it's very conflicting, so you know. Oh, so, well, you live with someone who's compromised by totally, it. Totally, so but it's also fine, like yeah. for people who might be there and mightn't be showing signs, you might make them see, you know what I mean? It just yeah, like, sure. It, you go from being around two people a day to being around a couple hundred, which is like restaurants and bars aren't even letting that many people in. Plus there's no, dis- like who knows the distancing? Like, well, look, if, if you, if you do feel okay about being yeah. at, at a vigil or a rally this, this weekend in Sydney, uh, that's the one to, or to if go you don't, to. If you can't do it, like maybe, maybe help some other ways, learn something, read something, watch something that and someone suggested or donate. donate. There's tons of great moods are donating this whole month. 100% of all sales. Oh, that's awesome. To, um, Aboriginal Legal Services and Sisters Inside both are, um, well, yeah, we're, we're dividing it up. Yeah, I've... Um, yeah, we've sold already like a couple hundred stuff since I was announced, which is great. Yeah, really yeah, a, positive. A few labels that I really like. I really love um, Aten, A-T-E-N. Oh, yeah, I saw they're, you share them. They all of their proceeds as well. Um, and uh, I thought, so normally if you ever listen to Hey Fam, you know, the last ep- the last five minutes are us telling you to subscribe to PayFam, mm. which is our Patreon um feed we, we put up an, oh, extra, yeah. an extra episode every week some say the better episode we I, say I, the better look, episode we this, openly will this week you can confirm for yourself free of charge we're giving it away baby yeah I just I thought it would just be nice to just I don't know put, put that out there and, and I'm sure a lot of people would like extra distractions this week yep so you get two episodes in this feed this week yeah so I, we'll put pay fam in, in the regular feed and if you do listen to it um, maybe we'll put in the description a bunch of places where you could donate um, type some money to yep. You know, if it's a couple bucks, I know like there's a really great, um, you know, the rapper No Name. Yep. She runs a Patreon where like, you know, and it starts at like a dollar a month or whatever, but um, it's about um, basically 
giving uh, books and literature to young black communities. Very good. Um, and she r- runs and maintains that herself based off of money from her Patreon. Yeah, that's tight. Um, so, yeah, look, there's, there's plenty of good options. We'll, we'll, we'll put it all in the description of, yeah, of, of these episodes. So, yeah, strap yourselves in, everybody. You get two hours of, uh, look, during a week where, you know, Angus and I have a pretty pretty good at taking a step back when we when we realize that's the time to you know, listen except on except hey, for hey two fam. hours we're hey gonna, fam, there's no listening we're gonna run our fucking <laughs> mouth off <laughs> we don't even listen first we're done with black squares all right no <laughs> we're not uh, talking about that stuff this yeah. is gonna be an escape episode i know i had an argument no. with my wife about it last night oh did you yeah yeah that i mean it's just you know i it, spoke to it, yeah. people are people act, act, act it's People want to do something they think is right, but yeah. all it takes is like a few minutes of researching and Googling to find out it was started by a US record label, which for the last hundred years have been exploiting and silencing black voices and stealing essentially and a lot, genres and, and, of and music. And a lot of which history. haven't like come out and say that they're donating to anyone either. No. And, like, and also Tuesday, what a pussy ass day. Nothing happens on Tuesday in the music industry. Why not Friday? Or so, you know, when like when actual the records drop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was... It was kind of reminding me, and obviously it doesn't have the same connotation, but it was awfully fire, fire, fire festy. It was like, well, oh, for, just do some research. Like all it takes is for me. It was. It just feels. That, I don't know. There's like this weird movement for people just to encourage people not to share how they feel about things lately. Like that that that, that super annoying thing that took over Facebook like a fucking plague, uh, where every day for ten days, yeah. you just post. An, a, I an won't album say who, cover. but I'm going to tag someone in there. Yeah, you tag ten friends and you post one album cover of an album that's important to you, but you don't say why it's important to you. Yeah. So your entire feed is just like subject to contextless Records. imagery, and, yeah. and and it's you know you went to school with them all, so they're all posting the same fucking. Yeah, it's all Dre 2001. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this one where it was like people were just kind of posting the black square and the hashtag. And I understand everyone wants to show it as solidarity. Solidarity is, is important, but like, I don't know, show why you want to show solidarity. With that space, that valuable space you're taking up, why not put in education tools, information that might help somebody who has no idea why you would do this. You know what I mean? Like that is literal real estate, be it digital, but you have, you're clogging up valuable space with, and you're also like, at a time where black voices need to be amplified, you're silencing them mm. by hijacking a hashtag and posting stuff, which is literally nothing. You're posting nothing. Yeah. Why not offer a phone number or somewhere that is important to donate or just like tools to learn why black voices need to be heard at the moment more than anyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like it is such a value. And then the worst part of it all was everybody who six hours later posted, oh yeah, don't do that. So now there's two times the amount of volume of waste <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, now, no, no, you don't. You're already making it. It's like when someone's backing up in a movie and they hit a car and they're like, have I got it? They're like, no, no. And they're like, oh, okay. okay. And yeah, then yeah. hit it again. And you're like, no, you've hit it twice now. Like, yeah, cause you everyone- saying it's a bad thing is just the same thing. Yeah. Like, just don't say anything. Everyone um, Listen. that was posting... Oh, it made me so angry. ...with the uh, the hashtag, the Black Lives Matter hashtag. Oh, just silenced and the then, communication and, uh, device. Well, that, that completely over, over, like, overtook any form so, I mean, of information. You silenced, you know, exactly. like, one of the biggest communication devices across the world. So then, But then everyone started, say, like, commenting on people, don't t- take the hashtag down. But then it came out, oh, no, no, you also have to delete your post. Because it so was... So people were deleting their, their, their black square and then putting a new black square Saying, up. I deleted it and you should... This yeah. I mean, it added twice the volume. Also, and it's like you also, hijacked the algorithm. Oh no, they deleted it, and then some of them just posted the re-black square again with no hashtag. It's just also, some people don't know 
had a screenshot. It was very funny because we were, well, you know, it's not that funny, but it is funny because we we're in a part of the world where our fo- it was nighttime and our phones have switched to dark mode. But in, I've noticed in all like Northern Hemisphere, it was still light mode. So people were cutting their, their like screenshotting, thinking they'd got it. And the, the white bits of like the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so many like stuff. big it's chunks just, of Just Google Black lines. Square. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, some people like, someone I went to school with took a photo of her hand. <laughs> So I, I saw like, a lot of that. I saw like, people taking photos of the star. Like, yeah, like well, it was like mahogany, like lives matter. Just, yeah, like, it was like grey lives matter. Red, yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, I mean, look, it was. I think it was. People obviously want to help, and people want to and do something at a time I where thought, they feel. Also, I sent you a screenshot of it this morning. If you clicked all lives matter, oh. half of those posts were all the black squares too, which Jeez. shows that there was no inf- because there was no information along with everyone sharing the black yeah. square. Then people were just like, oh, yeah, I'll co-op. I'll, I'll, I'll share this too. And they used both Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter, which is a hashtag you should never use. Absolutely. All um, Lives Matter. But because is- there was no information in the Black Square campaign, like it, people just didn't really, I don't know. It was, yeah, it, it was, was. The thing is, like, if you asked anyone why they posted it, 99 people wouldn't know why the origination. You know what I mean? Mm. No, I definitely think a lot of people. Well, I mean, 99 people wouldn't go like, oh, because a record label said. Oh, of course. Uh, that's no, what no, I mean. No, 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 no one would know. No that, one realized. Like, no I, one knew that. And so, in a way, it is a good thing. It, it, it eventually became, I guess, a good. Look, it, it made probably people go like, "What is going on?" But I also think like the way algorithms work and stuff like that is going to be in people's feeds now for the next three days when, you know, potentially silencing voices we should be hearing and valuable information like from voices that aren't heard. Yeah. No. Totally. My. Um, it's 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 conflicting. There's the, conflicting feelings, but I'm glad. My wife just shared a, a, real, a pretty pretty crazy stat. Um, where is it? Well, that I, um, um, the Blackout Tuesday tag on Instagram has 25 million posts. The Justice for George Floyd petition has 11.8 million signatures. Yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and that's why like I, you know, I'm not trying to be all high and mighty. I didn't do anything. I didn't want to hijack. I thought no one wants to hear from me. Like but I'm you, not, you know, but you I don't it, have a platform. Even though you like you, you have been using your work's platform, like your 100%. your work. This oh, we week had big has discussions been. about what we should be doing in those spaces, and you know, I'm proud with what we're doing and what we're planning on doing in those spaces, and you know, basically distributing not in- misinformation no, and I, useful I, tools. It's I just wrote like, a post on Friday that was essentially about me, which it probably shouldn't have been, but I don't know how to make anything not about me. It wouldn't so be you. Either that, I do that, and I've also been sharing other people's stuff. Look, I donated like, and yeah. didn't feel a need to share that because it's like, I hate that flex thing where people are like, I've done this. And yeah. it's the, this, one of the ways to teach people is not by, like, I, I think to other, like as a white person to other white people, it's not by making them feel bad. No, totally. For that stuff, like not by trying to flex, like make them feel bad, obviously, if they're being racist. Call them out. You know what I mean? But if you're just like, I've done this, why haven't you? It's like, I don't know if that's... Maybe one day it is the best way to do stuff. But I, I, think will, I definitely think not. that if instead of posting a black square, people posted a receipt of a charity way donation, better. that's way better. Or just, but, just post or just donate. Yeah, of, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or regularly and donate. I'm not saying that, that yeah. almost everyone who posted a black square hasn't also Absolutely. donated. Absolutely. You know? But we don't, yeah, it's it was... A thing. Um, the weirdest moment in the last week for me um, was the realization after, like, you know, George Floyd died on, oh, on yeah. Monday. And on Friday night, I saw an article being shared um, from Fader um, saying that, like, celebrating the musical legacy of George Floyd. Yeah. Um, and learning that this man who died in 
Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Minneapolis or Minnesota? Uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. My bad. Sorry. My American Chicago history. Chicago Avenue, I think. It's always... Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. But he was a rapper in Houston. Big in, Floyd. In, called Big Floyd. And he collaborated and, and made tapes with DJ Screw. Screw, yeah. And a screwed up click. He was chopped and screwed, right? He was... He, well, yeah. So, I mean, DJ Screw made like hundreds of, of basically slowed down mixtapes yeah. when I was... Uh, in America in 2014, my wife and I drove out to um, Screwed Up Records and Tapes in Houston. Um, and I, I bought a ton of, of mixtapes so and, and hoodies and, and T-shirts and pens. Actually, I have a bunch of amazing Screwed Up Records and Tapes pens. And then you can slide out a, um, a calendar of 2014. Oh, that's insane. It. Yeah. Because DJ one. Screwed died on. like 2018. No, way earlier than way that. Way earlier than that? Yeah, yeah, it? like 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 mid mid two thousands. Oh, I don't like know why I thought twenty eighteen. Just just before like the crunk movement happened, DJ Screw died. Sure. Um misinformation via me. <laughs> um hey, here's the thing though. A lot of black people die all the time because shit is fucking against them. So it, it you know, it's uh it's a it's 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 hard to remember the stats. Yeah. Um uh but uh yeah, so DJ Screw made several types of Big Floyd. Turns out I have a bunch of tapes that Big Floyd was on. So Insane. not only did I not know that the man who died that everyone had been talking about for a week was a rapper, but also he was a rapper whose music I own and have listened it's to. It's insane before. that you have it. And I just How like sad. this like awful I mean, I'm not saying that like, you know, someone's life has more value if they're uh, an entertainer who, you know, has put music and, and, and art out there. But just the fact that I have interacted with this person before, I was aware mm. of his his alias, and that he had been dead for four week, four days. That everyone in the world had been talking about him, but no one, knows but not that. a single article or or news story or Instagram mm. post or video about him I'd seen had mentioned that he had any connection to Houston, that he had any connection to music, or that he had any connection to DJ Screw. Yeah, and like why. Why are the only things like words that I had seen this man described as as they like you know unarmed, dead, black, like where celebrated? Yeah, like if if you were a white person and you fucking like hit a symbol on a David Bowie album, it's like, getting up there, baby. Recorded live, you're getting in, in the Oscars in, in memoriam, in like you know in in London in the 1982 or something. Mm. You know you'll be you'll be regarded as a you know dead musician, Bowie's secret. Part of the Rolling Stones. Yeah, exactly. Essentially, but, but this is like this, this almost just erased from his. A hundred percent, as if like most white like publishers know what chopped and screwed or screwed but like it, like tapes. Yeah, are, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's just such a synonymous with black. Look culture. up, it look highlights up Big the Floyd. disparity in the. There's like hours of his music up on YouTube. Really slow too. It's fucking awesome. It's Maybe so even good. more hours than uh, DJ Screw is is uh, extremely blissful music to listen. It to. is. I love it. Yeah, we actually play it uh, on tri- on something more on Sunday night. Someone's played ch- some chopped and screwed stuff. That's awesome. DJ screw stuff, just real slowed down. But yeah, there was one during uh, during COVID. They were doing like peaceful listening like playlists, and uh, DJ screw. I forget which song it was. It was maybe one of the bigger. There's um known. he did one. Um, it's like a reggae song called "Life Without Music," and that is like yeah, when he actually goes outside of um, like most of the tapes he does are, are rap tapes. So like slowed down and then the chops is like you would bring it back to the beginning of a sentence and repeat mm. words. Um, 
but when he delves outside of the genre of, of, of hip hop and does like, like pop and disco and reggae, like that's what, those are my favorite DJ screw cuts. Um, he, had, he did a screw, uh, screw, chopped and screwed version of um, Ring My Bell. Yeah. You can ring well, my, and it's like, you can ring my bell. Be, be, you would have heard so much music so the, the DJ screwed inspired, like you'd be listening to now. Oh yeah. I mean, there like, was a, like certainly in like, I mean, like, like obviously because Drake cribs from everyone Drake is, mm. is a big he even on on his first tape he he just straight up wrapped over a, a DJ oh, totally. yeah. beat yeah yeah it's crazy it's 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 um it's you know it's been a hell of a year and right now we need to listen to these uh people and voices yeah you know? like, and it's and like you can't go like oh that's crazy timing because of COVID you know what I mean it's like that's not how this works yeah it, and look, it, I have uncomfortable conversations me and Angus feel uncomfortable as well like part of it is feeling uncomfortable in your skin because you should because yeah. these are things that aren't easy and you should made to not a punishment feel uncomfortable but if they're making you uncomfortable then that means I think you're thinking about it and thinking outside of your safety I'm also assuming you're white listening to this because this is a podcast but uh, if you're a person of colour this doesn't apply to you <laughs> but feel uncomfortable at these things you know Yeah, you should if you're ignoring them and I get it it is a tough year it's been an extremely tough six months but you know we're not here to virtue signal or anything but if you feel uncomfortable then that's just like not even a one percent of the plight that these people feel feeling uncomfortable is a drop in the ocean compared to fearing for your 100%. life just by it's doing everyday nothing. activities yeah. and it's like you know yeah. and it's it's mental but you know right now this is happening and we need to listen yeah and, and if like support. If, look obviously it's one thing to hear us rant not very delicately about this situation but like put yourself but we out even of- said before we started oh let's not talk about it and, and obviously we-, we are people who lie and also like feel passionately <laughs> eat hot chip about and lie. We, we're bisexual eat hot chip and lie um but maybe um if you haven't before listen to some black podcasts yeah uh, i'll recommend off the top of my head the read um is a terrific podcast um and um our friend flex mummy who's done yeah. multiple episodes with us uh, her show bobo and flex uh titters for titters which is an australian one yeah yeah um but and there's there's, there's many more out there but yeah. those are two that i listen to regularly uh, Titters for Titters is a podcast featuring candid conversations with Indigenous sisters, with our Indigenous sisters, hosted by Camille and Dungadi women, Marley Silver. Sick. Yeah. And I probably butchered that, but you know what? It's Hey Fam, baby. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing we butcher are words. That's right. Uh, and we'll do everything I, we can. I'm, I'm not in the meat industry anymore. No, you've, you've hung up your apron and I've hung up my cleaver <laughs> and the only thing we butcher are words, but you know what? We're also not cowards who won't. We will challenge and read it. Read it. We are brave. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So and yeah, uh, look, I'm, I'm, and if, if, if we've, if anything that we've said in the last twenty minutes is us getting shit wrong, correct please, please let us know. Correct us, and uh, like you know, we are, we are far from perfect in our, uh, dis- like learning. in these candid discussions, and, and we're not, we're not trying to put others down for. You we're know, not virtue signaling. We're not that. But it's just I don't, like, does, is virtue signaling a, a, a term that fuckheads you only? You, I just. Nah, I mean, you can... Ver- I mean, I know, yeah. I mean, obviously, these terms signal. start... I've yeah. seen people virtue signal. Okay, yeah, sure. It's like... What is it? So, virtue signaling... I'm trying to think of an, like, a, 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 an example to say it's like... Um, Give me an well, example really of virtue signaling in a Star Wars movie. I was thinking about it. No, I was actually <laughs> trying to put it in two mixed terms. Okay, great. All right, I'm actually going to do that. Wait, keep talking for a minute. I'm going to look at some two mixed characters' names so I can come up with an example. <laughs> Your aunt... Stepmom. <laughs> All right, but okay. I love on. this. Like, yeah, 
Angus Truscott currently telling his best friend what virtually virtue signaling is um, via the 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 medium of Korean hentai. It's basically okay. I'm not going to do under that, guys. It's basically somebody <laughs> who God. I think at the base of it, it means well, but they will take on the plight of others without letting the people who they're speaking about speak. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there was a black person at the start of this podcast, we would have been virtue signaling, like sitting in the room that we weren't letting talk. Okay. <laughs> like that, in a way. Right, yeah, sure. It's okay. kind of like that. It's to the point where it's like, it, it, I, I mean, obviously, I think a lot of the time it does, it is well-intentioned. I'm just trying to look at um, For me, it, it just feels like you. one of the many words that alt-right people use to yeah, but they describe take anything they don't agree with. Yeah, they. You know what? It probably has been co-opted. I mean, it, it, I'd say most words have. Like when they fucking... see someone being like, "Don't rape women," they'll be like, "Oh, you're virtue signaling." Like I don't think that's. You see that amazing? That's picture not of like what it means. That dude that getting it's punched in the face at a oh, rally. It's the best. One of he, the best like, Nazi salutes. He has his gross beard. Who was that dude that got Richard Spencer a few years ago? It was like the remix of that. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this guy gets this guy Nazi salutes, and then within seconds is punched in the face, and he he like. He gets punched in the face that he he's, he almost gets a new haircut. It's a conspicuous expression of moral values. Okay. Angus, what's a moral value? <laughs> well, so it's had a rise in popularity. Um, proponents. I feel, like I feel like people got tired of saying straw man and then they moved on to virtue signaling. Well, what's straw man? Oh, no, I will never know. It's a, yeah, it, I don't know that a, one either. It's a Drake and Future song. Straw yeah, man, straw, man, straw man, straw man, straw man. It must be virtual. It must be signaling something. Whoo! It's the action or practice of publicly expressing opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character and the moral correctness of one's oh, position. Right. So, so like, you know well, what I mean? Well, I, yeah, exactly, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like right now, like the black square was virtue signaling to a degree if you just posted it and then were angry at people who For did not, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, When sure. they maybe could have had a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's seen like that and that's why it has not just alt-right connotations, but, it, it you know, it... Both people, both sides, fine people on both sides can also use, no, that's obviously <laughs> quoting uh, Trump, but people on both sides can be, um, you know, guilty of it. Yeah. Um, so we did mention distractions and we are going to get to those. In fact, next 90 minutes, baby, um, we are, I, I swear it like the, the, the start of the year, I was like, man, fuck all these TV shows. I only watch movies again. Oh yeah. Movies, movies are the best. What a great medium. And, uh, in the last week, I've just I've I've forgotten movies exist, and uh, I've watched just nonstop TV show. This shows. guy loves television. I fucking love. This guy loves the idiot box, <laughs> the tube. How the good boob is calling tube. it the tube? The tube, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't call them tubes anymore. There's no tubes in it. Damn, man. Cathodoray ray tubes. Isn't that why they called it the tube? Um, cathodode CTR televisions. Yeah, right. CRT, cath- cathodo tube, tubes. Right? Yeah, tubes watch. So there's no such thing as a boob tube anymore. Uh, well, yeah, that's like a shirt. A shirt, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. There's no tubes in that top though. No. Tasty tubes. No, no. I was talking about tubes this week. Fuck, dude. I bought a packet of lollies on the way to coming over here. Um, Huge. Um, you know, I'm a big Haribo gummy yeah. fan. Like I could, I can and often do just buy a packet and just eat the whole packet in five minutes. It's a disgusting habit. 
that I no, I have, have a, not like I get it. Sometimes you just want that packet to be empty. It's like a challenge, yeah. <laughs> and it's, or it's more of a mental illness, and you're just like, well, I need to keep eating. Yeah, exactly. Or you're like, I don't like ending on a red one. I want to end on a green. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. You start just going. Well, now I should eat every flavor, especially again. when I'm driving, because I don't even look at what the colors or shapes of the lollies are before I eat. Them. And they all taste the same, basically. Did you ever fucking say that to me? <laughs> Hey man, all Haribos matter. <laughs> you know, I think right now we can. Um, but so, I've, I think I've I've had every bag of Haribo gummies that you could possibly get in Australia, from the Smurf gummies to uh, oh, I've seen the, Smurf the ones. ginger ones. Like this is yep, ginger the gummies, ginger like, and they're crazy ginger. They're like a goldeny color, aren't they? But um, Allen's lollies, an Australian confectionery brand that um, are best known for like classic Party mixes, Australian milk sweets, milk bottles, strawberry and cream. The ra- ever racist Redskins, which I still haven't changed the name of. Oh yeah, those are the pineapple. You think by now pineapples? You'd, you'd call them like. Well, don't, don't cancel the, the grand who I'm just about to celebrate. Look, I'm virtue signaling, okay? Shit. I'm virtue signaling uh, red skin. Um, Chico, remember they used to call the, the, the black um, jelly, uh, jelly babies the Chicos? Chicos, yeah, of course. That's fuck. not good. And then the um, the, the well, fake cigarettes make... fags. That's right. Um, remember the gollywog uh, biscuits that you could buy up until like five years ago? Racist Australian. Imagine, yeah, maybe opening up a cafe that only sold old racist Australian confectionery. I'm sure they still exist. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to go, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Alan Lolly's just put out a bag of them attempting to do the Haribo, you know, the ta- Tangfastics? Oh, yeah. Or Fangtastics? They're called yeah. Tangfastics or Fangtastics? It's Tangfastics because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Sounds like I a constantly slur. bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Tangfastics, like they're like a, a, it's a sour, like fruity it's collection. Like sugar of, on it, yeah, yeah. The, the best, the best gummies are the ones that are covered in sour sugar. Yeah. Um, and we well, got so, two hits. You don't. You can suck off the sugar and then chew it. Yep. And then you have like you just can't of, suck off a Haribo and chew it. it does it's just you suck at nothing. Um, but so Allen's have done a bag called Sours. Yeah, right. Shit, dude, they're so good. Might have to hit it. Definitely hit it. Um, what are we talking? What's in there? Um, Like such Man, a crazy array sh- of shapes. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you get like there's ones that are shaped like fruit that taste like fruit. And oh, I think great. I had this in Chloe. But then them. randomly they have like Big Ben, like the London <laughs> clock is in there. It's spelled with a Z. I do know it. And it's like a... These um, guys. Yeah, yeah, they're sick. Yeah, they're I had them. Like yeah, rainbow, yeah. rainbow. I wanted to get... Tangy you know what It wasn't in there. Man, I've got to get a bit picture. I hate that when Google does that. I couldn't find in the bag. I was looking for this like hedgehog thing. Couldn't find it. Oh, you don't know. I was looking either. for it like a madman. I couldn't see what any of them looked like. I was like, until I was driving home, driving yeah, in, big in vibe. the tunnel. I ate way too many of them. And it lit up. I, um, I too agree that they are badass. Very fucking good lollies. Yeah. Sours. Alan Sours. So if you're going to a protest this weekend, you want some snack. Yeah. Hand it out to the crowd. Give them out. See, I couldn't, I wanted that so bad. I was like, how does that look sour? What? Oh, wow. So what? Maybe I didn't have a Big Ben. Maybe it was an ice cream cone. No, I swear I had it and it, was, it looks like Big Ben. And I had a... Tr- was it that train? Little Did that train, train look? Yeah, yeah. Trains, Thomas, British. It's all, <laughs> it all comes back to Big Ben. Yeah, but we've got to give a big, big shout Alan. out. Give Big Alan a shout big out. Big Alan energy tonight. Yeah, that's um, sick. And they also in the Shout out to his family. <laughs> Alan, if you're listening, yeah. you get a month of pay fam for free. <laughs> um, and also, can you send us sours and... The frosty fruit one. The frosty fruit ones are sick. Have yeah, they like look like little um, popsicles. Yeah, and that's yeah. the grapefruit flavor and the classic oh, flavor. That's good shit. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't even see what any of them looked like until I drove into the tunnel on the way here. Damn. And then, I, you that, had the then I lit up and I was like, whoa. Wait, like, were you trying like, to guess if... Were you like, mm, that feels yeah, like Big yeah, Ben in my mouth? Feeling the text, yeah. 
<laughs> Last time, though, I felt this in my mouth. I feel like Big Ben. Big Ben. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, oh, last week, man. Grapefruit. We should talk about what happened after we finished recording last week. I walked to my car. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I walked into my car. <laughs> well, I started editing and then I got a phone call. I called Angus and I was like, Angus, <laughs> can you come <laughs> out? Come out. And and you're like, there's a noise. There's a noise near my car. It's like, f- and I was like genuinely yeah. fucking and terrified. And I was like, oh, is it? I didn't say bats first of all I was like is it cats it's usually cats something was like loudly <laughs> growling at me oh no I thought it was a possum as I was, I was like getting, it has to be it a was possum like, it was a bat wasn't it well yeah then we got then we got well then I came down you came down and um, we had, you had your bat repellent <laughs> yeah. and uh, and then a big bat swooped out of the out of the it's crazy I, I like I have and then our parents got bats, shot bats and hang we, out I can w- see bats like you know less than a meter away from yeah. me eating in my bushes out, out in my house I guess it was like but this was like a, actually scary bat. it's probably like yeah. that. 11 a.m. So I was a bit shaken and a bit like embarrassed that I had you come in, and I blame all the Junji Ito books. I've been I didn't say lately. anything either. Um, you like, were real cool about it. I was like, yeah, yeah. man, I'm he was ex- I, I accept your your shit. Actually, no, I don't. I was like, Angus, Angus, there's a movie, there's a movie showing near my car. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> uh, she's like, this. I accidentally parked at the drive-in. Can you can you come out with me? <laughs> um, it started. Oh no, the previews are on. Oh, the candy bar ads on quickly. It's about to start. <laughs> Um, but then I drove They're not home. giving out Lego. <laughs> this is the worst movie. <laughs> the, 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 the Lego set got given to Angus, yeah. not me. No. Tommy he didn't Dussle, switch his Tommy just took it 45 minutes shit. <laughs> That's my so favorite good. part of that story. Yeah. Because he always tries to bring it up. And yeah. then I'm like, yeah, you took a 45 minutes He tries to make me look shit. bad. And I'm yeah. like, well, at least I watched the movie. <laughs> you can't, anything you have to say to do with this movie. What did he say to me this week? He was like, oh, I'm playing, um, Last of Us on easy mode. I'm like, yeah, well, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> yeah, man, the sky's blue. <laughs> of course, you're playing on easy mode. I even said I was going to play Last of Us on Tommy mode. Oh, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Um, um, but so what happened? Um, so then driving home, a little bit shaken already, I get into the tunnel. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm like, I'm like driving and I'm, I've got a podcast on. But then I hear another voice at the top of my podcast. What? I'm like, what's going on? And I wind down my window and there's like a massive voice blaring through the tunnel saying um this tunnel is um this is the emergency tunnel loop what? please leave the tunnel um and what like and and like and refrain from re-entering and just on a loop but because i was driving it like it's like 80 k's an hour in there what? i had to like slow down to hear it then all the fucking lights turned off what the hell? In the you by yourself? By myself. No other cars around I didn't know me. about this. That's crazy. Yeah. I almost called you again. Angus, <laughs> can scared. you come to the tunnel? The bat's in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. but I don't know what, what was going on. But yeah, for like a, a five minute drive, I, I did in a tunnel in pitch black. Jesus. With this, weak, this lady's voice booming. That's insane. Yeah. It was, so what happened? Did you have to get out an earlier exit? No, I just got, I just got out yeah. regular. Yeah. Maybe it was just a malfunction or something. Yeah. Or maybe you were fuck. just gassed with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know in a week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go get tested. I was with someone on the weekend who was really sick and got a COVID test today and they don't have it. So safe. We're at zero. We got zero, zero new, new cases. cases in New South Wales today. How many days in a row? A few? Uh, no, it's been like on and off. But um, we've, we've had a quite a few zeros. I had this in on the weekend, week. speaking of cool things, we drank. Grapefruit Fanta. Yeah. Fuck me, dead. That it was, sounds great. It was, it was out of control. We're, drink, we're both drinking cans of, of Boss. Boss coffee, coffee at 9 11. Uh, there you go. 9-11, another horrible thing. Okay. This is an episode of horrible things. Mm. 
Um, Tell you what, man. Thank God we're giving him a uh, PayFam for free this week. We yeah. haven't talked about a single movie. <laughs> That's fine. People, people don't listen to us for that. They listen <laughs> for the banter. Sure. Have you have you hit that boss yet? Yeah, I've been smashing. Oh, I didn't, oh, from where I'm sitting, it looks like it was closed still. So I was being a gentleman and waiting, but now... You're being a boss. It's so good, isn't and it? I outbossed you. It ta- does it taste like the stuff in Japan, essentially? Yeah. Man, I miss Japan. Yeah, we'll keep on missing it. I know. My friend just messaged... Oh, so you haven't got my present yet, have you? No. My friend just messaged me from Japan then and she's like, I've been wanting to post you something, but the mail's still shut. So I was like, fuck, because my thing is coming from Japan. Do you well, want to know what it is? It's not yeah. even bit. It's One Piece Uno, like official, because I know Archie loves <laughs> playing so Uno. Lit. And That's it's a an official present. One oh Piece. God. Yeah, I know. I checked with B, you didn't have it, because I was like, it does sound like something you would get. That rules. Yeah, I know. That's why I was so bummed. It still says it's shipped in my Amazon, because it's like a Japanese store within Amazon. Oh, yeah, cool. Which is, so it has shipped, but... Hopefully it comes. If it doesn't come by the end of the year, I'll, I'll, I'm going to get another Actually, one. something from Japan arrived for me today. How long? Um, you probably ordered it before your birthday? Yep. Oh, I ordered it like first week of April and then it was just held for a while and then it went back okay, to good. them. Okay, good. No, then, then they wrote to me and they said, we can ship it. We've got to use this other service. It'll cost you 10 extra bucks and I paid it. It's this. Man, One Piece Uno looks so good. Watch me never play with it. I'll just put on display. Ta- tape all, every card to my wall. Yeah, and look, I knew you would even love that. Chopper just holding an Uno card. Yeah, that's great. Look at them all. I was like, even for the box art, that's just yeah. Thank you. I, I was like, oh god, imagine if you got me Uno Monopoly. Sorry, One Piece Monopoly. <laughs> oh no! Now I'm thinking no, about I would Uno never Monopoly. Do that. I would never do Uno that. branded Monopoly. There was a One Piece game as well, but it got average reviews, so I didn't get that for you. Have you heard about that one? Which one? The video a board game? game. Board game. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Had average ass reviews, and okay. I was like, there's all the the cards. Oh, that looks so good. You will just awesome. hang these up, won't you? They're such, it's such beautiful art. It is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I'm bummed it hadn't come because I ordered it. <laughs> Uno big tears. I ordered it in March. Dishes. Damn, that's wild. Because, yeah, your birthday's my, first week of My April. first ever Figma um, action oh, figure. Oh, you got today. it. I got Kaiji. Welcome. Um, the, uh, Welcome to the Figma world. It's such a better place here. Yeah, it's so sick. Mm. You know what's coming this week? Uh, very soon that I ordered. The Evangelion Tamagotchi, I got one. I found one. Oh my God, that's sick. Yeah. And it's definitely coming from Japan or is it? Oh yeah. It's a, a store on eBay where the official ones. So it is more than what the Evangelion store was selling for, but I don't care. And we both know how expensive that Evangelion store was to be. Oh, a new so. one just opened and then had to close because of COVID, but it's open now. It's in Shinjuku. Do you know, that, did I show you the designs of one piece of a collaboration with FUBU? No, yes. Yes, you did. Because the logo was them sitting yeah, down. It was so it? good. Yeah. Yeah, that rules. Yeah. Well, the one you went to... I tried to get one and on, e- on eBay. It was like $400 for a t-shirt or something. Yeah, okay. This Tamagotchi was 120 so I don't care. That's fine. That's that's, 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 that's that's less than what I paid for the Kaiji action figure. How much did you pay for that? Like 160 like 130 or something, yeah. Man, I bought some dumb shit recently too. I bought that set of polygonal um, Final Fantasy VII characters. Oh, you did it. That yeah. rules. That's but so it, good. I, I was like, I will regret not having that. Because I, yeah, lo- yeah, I love yeah. Final Fantasy VII, but I hate the like... I hate the, the obviously I love Final Fantasy VII remake, but I hate like that Advent Children remake look, like where they look like well, they just look like anime generic statues. anime characters. Yeah, yeah, I just love yeah. the polygonal characters where they look like they have trucks for arms and shit. Just yeah, and just I, I feel shapes. like we've said this before, like the eight bit era gets celebrated, the design of eight bit and sixteen bit era. But our nostalgia celebrated. is truly polygons. Yeah, like yeah. that's the, that's where our nostalgia should be. But because we there was arrested development with video game design and people kept going back to sixteen. We haven't had a chance to be properly nostalgic, I think. There's been a few. There's been a like that game that borrows heavily from Silent Hill and um Resident Evil. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I forget what it's called. I yeah, think it's yeah. an indie game, but it's just like their games like that that really celebrate like low res 
bad clipping. How good would a like yeah if, if Nintendo released a bunch of polygonal Nintendo sixty four era um, oh, action so figures? Uh, that would be like the Mario sixty four, the penguin. Yeah, one of my favorite designs is the penguin from Mario sixty four. Yeah, just the, the thing that keeps losing its fucking kids. <laughs> what a terrible mother. <laughs> the eel. I'd buy everything yeah, yeah, from that terrifying game. Terrifying Yeah, but the, no, they wouldn't because it, again, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything that makes sense, Nintendo will never do. Now, I saw that video you posted in the thread the other day, the review for the 51 games. Yeah, yeah, 51. Just absolute, like, baffling decisions so going on there. An incredible collection of, like, board games throughout history being released by Nintendo for Switch this Friday. So called, it's this Friday, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's called 51 Clubhouse Games. Are you still going to go in? In everywhere except your fuck yeah. I've, and 51, like, 51 Worldwide in. Games here. If you have, if you if you play your Switch by yourself and don't really care about playing with other people, it's a must-buy, in my opinion, if you like, you know, really? board games. It's, it only sucks if you want to play it with four <laughs> people because you can only play <laughs> two, like two, games. two of the 51 games. And not even the ones you think, like darts or bowling yeah, like ones totally. that you could play w- bowling it's on your switch it, i'm, I'm sure they'll patch that but like i don't yeah, know I man it's, like, it's, it's like nintendo two games you can play with four players and like three games you can play with three players something like that and then like but there's lots of games you can play with two players unfortunately not many of the card games you can but only because you can't let they don't want to they let, don't want you to cheat to, to, yeah you have to block your cards from the other player yeah it's yeah, it's it. Look, for, I, I think for me, it's, interesting. It's, a, it's a must get investment because I'm such a sucker for buying every single thing that I want, and <laughs> this will <laughs> this I will stop me by, from buying like a, a shogi board, a go board, a chess right, board, okay. and instead Archie and I can play against each other with this awesome like yeah. you know it. it I like that it encourages you to play it. You put the the switch, undock switch on the table and in front of you it. and play it like a tabletop game. I do like that it has tutorials. I want to learn how to play Hanafudu. I have me too. Yeah, I have yeah. the cards that are actually featured in the game. Yeah, yeah. The Nintendo deck. Oh, really? They, you have I, have them. I bought Nintendo. them from um, Super Potato. Oh, that rules. Yeah, yeah uh, when I was there in twenty, yeah, two trips ago, and um, so I'm H- just like Hanafuda? I don't Hanafuda? 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 Hanafud Ruckers. Hanafud Ruckers. Yeah. Um, but I've always wanted to know how to play it, and now it seems like a, a cool way of teaching. At least I'm into it. How much is it in Australia? Oh, be- dude, we were just going like, oh, hey, how do we put um like PayFam up? Should we just put the PayFam episode up in in the regular feed? Let's just do a two hour. Episode. I was about to, you know what? I was about Let's to just say not that. hit stop hit regular. Yeah, perfect. Does that mean there's no PayFam? Wait, wait I will record a one minute PayFam episode saying, oh yeah. A secret message. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. If you really want to know what that is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to pay. Yeah. If you want to know what our shitty secret message that takes one minute, and we'll still say it's episode whatever it is. Yeah, we'll trick you all. Yeah, yeah that's smart. Let's just do two hours. Yeah, it's dumb to stop it. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah. Well, um, now I'm thinking about all right. So World, worldwide games and clubhouse games. We just do. So this will be one big episode this week. Yeah, and then and then and then a one minute episode is going to be in the Patreon feed. Which is going to hmm. have my review. Of, I'm just trying to think. What does the contract say that sex. people are signing for on PayFam? They do want an episode, don't they? Like we are giving them a bonus episode. Yeah, but this. I mean, they're still getting a bonus episode. It's just in the main feed. This just week. in the main feed this week. As one I'm whole sure, episode. Like, we, we, have, we genuinely have the most reasonable listener fan base. It's true. of a pop culture podcast ever. Yeah, it's fucking insane. How we many, bully the people. How many out other? Who are bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But like I'm in Sorry, so many I mean, groups. You for... bully the people out who are bad. Me? Yeah. Is that all of me? 
No, I'm pretty sure we both. No, we both have. Remember, yeah. especially in the Facebook group, I used to be real mouthy. <laughs> We've gotten exit surveys of our Patreon where it's been like one of the hosts of Hey Fam was rude to me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Remember there was that person who kept writing and I had to, and I didn't want to apologize. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, so I'm they were like, oh, you commented this on a post once and made me... Fi-. And I was like, obviously riffing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say sorry it's because a bit. You're, you're an adult and you should know, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you would yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, there's... Yeah, we do... Other than that, we have a very reasonable fan base. Um, but uh, yeah, Clubhouse Games, I reckon it looks sick. I can't wait How to How much play. is it in Australia? Um, that's the, I, that's going to be the real... Probably, like, I'm, I'm sure you can find it for like 60... 50, 58 bucks or something should on, be 51 dollars very true $1 i want to see how game. much nintendo are charging and i'm going to do the weekly segment what's what's number one in the e-shop right now <laughs> did you you got um the xenoblade yes Chronicles i remake. haven't started <laughs> which um, i feel bad about because you're like i got you a code i will be yeah, playing thank you. nintendo hooked us up and yeah. i knew straight away that i have well you're ne- i, I already played. have 100 jrpgs that i, I will be playing it i am i am gonna play it it's just last of us is out in two weeks so i'm gonna i'm doing one and then that yep and i'm you playing on tommy nasolo mode no because uh, i'm an adult and i've played the game before <laughs> like, <laughs> you look like such a psychopath in your me picture oh Great. it's good yeah it's nice <laughs> it's cute <laughs> i want all right i want to see how much this 51 games shit is i reckon they're on their bullshit and charging what sixty four ninety nine? No, it'll be like if it's if if it's the same price as that. No, it'll be it'll be a pre order. <laughs> Hashtag women up super puzzles dream is twenty one percent off right now. Seven dollars. What I hate is they don't have the name of the game underneath, so it's horrible for usability because you're like, oh, yeah. what's this? And then you're like, oh, it's blonde anime man lying down in the grass because it starts cycling. All right, it's wait. Someone to- said there's a filter now. No, there isn't. Ah, uh, you've got to go into. Current offers? Oh, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, current offers has a filtered search. Oh, that 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 doesn't make any sense. No, uh, like it's going to be under coming soon, right? Oh, awesome P two <laughs> is is out this week. Depth of Extinction Definitive Edition. I've always thought they said everything on the original Depth. Oh, of I just extinction. got I just got a code for the new Shantae game. Oh, you're going to lose it. You love, love Shantae. Shantae, you stay. All right, here we go. Fifty one worldwide. Why is it called Worldwide Games here? <laughs> oh, Outer Worlds is out this week. Fifty one Outer Worldwide Games. Fifty nine. Well, that's good. You were right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, that's that's like for a for a first party Nintendo game, fifty nine ninety five on their mm. eShop. That's a that's a really good price. But man, the presentation of the games looks, it looks so gorgeous. good. Yeah. It's like maybe some of like the be- that, like, like Connect Four looks insane. The flourishes in the background, like the coffee cups and like shit lying around. Yeah. Okay, I'm surprised at how cheap it is, though. That review did make me go. Well, yeah, I mean, like, for me, I want to play it with Archie and, yeah. and all the two-player shit on it. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to play Go and Mancala. We actually made... Mancala? Mancala is, like, said to be, like, maybe one of, like, the oldest games ever. Like, possibly the first... Oh, wow, Mancala. Like, um, it's, you, you play it, you have, like, um, a bunch of little glass marbles oh, and, and you put them in the different things yeah and you can yeah. only move one at a time the but one. then you can you basically it's you, you try and get them all in on your side and yeah you get a night squad but we made we made one with um an egg two two egg cartons and chickpeas oh yeah i think i saw yeah, that yeah. in your house um which is just in our game drawer <laughs> playing night squad the soccer game or something that kind of looks cool that looks sick does it I yeah. think I, 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 my, what about strawberry vinegar? What about Out Buddies? <laughs> oh, Out look, Buddies I, DX. Out Buddies. What is, what's this about? Just Why a, is it called Out Buddies? Because they're Out Buddies. <laughs> you mean Out buddy? Buddies DX. Enter Balham, a sunken city of the old gods located deep in the South Atlantic oh, Ocean. Damn it. 
Yeah. I mean, look. is it about coming out? I don't. No, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> I love the idea of a game about coming out. Just two buddies coming out. Out, out buddies. Like, what about Jump King? <laughs> you know, that's what I used to call Mario. <laughs> <laughs> that look, even looking at that, you're just like, well, you think you're Shovel Knight? Like these games are just like, man, I've got to get out of here again. Shovelware Knight. Yeah, Kill Me Knight. <laughs> um, out of what is it? Out of Outer Worlds. The dude from Hero uh, Heroes made that game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's cool. I love yeah, that. yeah. I never watched Heroes. Same. It was like, like good on someone it was a show, from a they show made. I never watched making a game I never played. Yeah, Heroes was a good stopgap before like Marvel, etc. started making TV shows. Oh, that's a good segue. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came oh, back. Yeah. The final season, season seven started. They said they'd never do it. Now, this is a hard one to talk about because it's a hard sell to get anyone to watch all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. knowing how bad there are, it is in parts. But watching the 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 first episode of season seven i am so fucking glad that i have done that because Context. it was so good yeah they're like but they do so like at the end of um the last season which was like a um a crazy spi- spaced season um they come it was set in space yeah and then like and there's like demons and and like all kinds of great shit. You can tell a Whedon has something to do with it still. Jed Whedon. Yeah. The, the less It's very demons, one. everything. It's like, yeah. But um, in this one, they've now traveled back in time to stop some aliens from making sure S.H.I.E.L.D. are never, never formed. They have to travel back in, fa- in time to stop these aliens. I hate and when so that happens. They're in the 1920s. And um, uh, like... Teddy Roosevelt was in it. <laughs> and of course. Because he's one of the guys who founded S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and, uh, <laughs> That's so funny. In order who plays to, Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, some, some dude. Bill Murray's brother. There's like so many cool little cameos and great little moments from people from throughout the series. In it. And I love that it's just playing with all the pieces it's, it's set up. Just through. don't mention the MCU, right? I mean, I think like it's good that they don't do that now. Totally. Like, they can mention Cap and that kind of stuff. but like, Do they? Yeah. And then they, last season they mentioned Thanos, but it was kind of like... Ugh. How sorry, did they mention it? They like, it was oh, just that like, big purple guy came here and yeah. caused some stress. <laughs> your your mom just gave me a, a clap react. Yeah, she started to one of my um. She's figured out. <laughs> your mom just gave me a clap react to. Oh, I, I shared, you're not alone. I shared an Instagram photo of of oh, yeah, that Hey Arnold, that. Hey Arnold characters. Um, Craig Craig Bartlett, the creator of um Hey Arnold. Well, I got one put too. A, put a picture up of um Arnold and Gerald from Hey Arnold. Walking arm in arm with football with the head slogan, and not football head. Black Lives Matter and your mom, your mom clapped it. She's a big Hey Arnold fan. That's great. Um, but yeah, um, maybe she thought it was Hey Fam Art, and she thinks one of us is black. Um, the which of us? That'll be weird if she thinks. I know. I was about to go. You. Which one? I was like, I don't know. She knows you're white. Yeah, but maybe you're. you're the jury's out on my son, Angus. She's like, I'm still not sure what happened in the hospital that day. <laughs> um, but they're like the the big kind of like fun end of first episode twist and skip forward if you want. But if you know Shield, you know how many twists there are every every episode. Um, in order to save Shield from being to in order to to to, to like in, ensure Shield is created, they have to also make sure Hydra is created. So they have to so they, have, they have to save the the like the predecessor of like of the heads of heads of Hydra. Crazy. It's just fun. That's it's, fun. It's real stupid, but it's great. And, so this um, is the end. And Colson is an LMD now. What happened to Colson? He fucking died, bro. Right. But is he the same or no? He's different. 
Um, he's, you know, coming to terms with his sentience and he's super strong. Right. Yeah. And there was like lots of great like, oh, 1920s was racist and sexist jokes. Oh, really? Yeah. It was yeah. Good. It's a good time. That's fun. And fucking oh, great cameo from um Joss. From, from a comedian. <laughs> Joss, Joss teaching yeah, them about... Um, Joss just fucking it up, man. Joss is like, yeah, the 20s are great. Yeah. <laughs> Having a good time. Yeah, here Joss Weed and Charles back over in time women. so he could cheat on his wife yeah. in another time era. Yeah. With flappers. <laughs> With flappers while he drinks out of his own water fountain. Just the way 1920s just wanted it. Um, but yeah, that was, that, was, that, was a good, that was a good way to signify daddy's home, TV's yeah. back. Um, yeah, because a sure. bunch of shows all premiered in the last While I said that, week. Summer, I was going to say, for some reason I thought how funny would it be if um, in Iron Man 2, <laughs> they replaced... They just like... Had Don Cheadle as um, as um, War Machine, and wait, who did they kick out again? Who who was playing War Machine originally? Oh, Terrence. Um, Terrence, what's his name again? Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, and he was um, bumped up to Tony Stark, unexplained. Oh right, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd love that. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, just, just bring him back. We see Don Cheadle and it's like, oh, damn, Iron they replaced him. And then, no, he's in Iron Man too. Like, he's just Iron Man. Like, they bumped him up. They just got rid of Robert Downey. I'm thinking of an alternate timeline where there is no Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Like, instead of, yes, they still replaced him with Don Cheadle, but they're like, Terrence, baby, you're moving on up. <laughs> I would love for him, like, them to bring him back somehow. Well, they brought back guy, Jake, he, you know, J.K. Like, Simmons. I, I want to see him get brought back. He's like, but he's kind of lost his mind a little bit. Like, Terrence. Yeah, remember he started speaking about, like, mass equations yeah, and yeah. anti-vaxxing or something? Oh, I just think that'd be, like, amazing move if it's, like, normally they fire actors and never... You know, and and replace them quickly, but it's like firing them and giving them the main role. <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr. is like, "What?" And they're like, "Sorry, man. Yeah, we all watched Tropic Thunder this weekend, and <laughs> what you did was pretty terrible. This we're virtue signaling." <laughs> they go full um, circle. But yeah, Agents of Shield was really great, and um, then there was a bunch of 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 great pilots, or like pretty like insanely cast pilots. Um, no, we're not pilots. Oh like yeah, new, new series. I was starting. thinking of sorry, Terrence again in Iron Man, who's a pilot. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got him on the mind. I'm, really, you got I'm on thinking mind. about him right now. It's obviously it's really tense in America. Um, but uh, so I guess the, the first one I want to talk about is Space Force. Yep. Because um, we uh, spent a lot of uh, week before last saying how much mm. we missed Fred Willard, and this I think is his last. It is last role. Um, he plays uh, Steve Carell's father in Space Force, and uh, Space Force is a show about. Essentially, remember a couple a, a year or two ago when Donald Trump made the big announcement that he is bad orange man go to space. <laughs> um, bad orange man, the emperor. He said, Laser we're, we're, we're going to make a space force." Yeah, and everyone laughed at him for a little bit and then forgot about it because he did something awful the next day. Yeah, um, but some the geniuses in Hollywood mm. decided. Let's a couple of knuckleheads were like, "Hang on, there's something in this." So a couple of knuckleheads. Maybe uh, stop me if you heard of them before. Greg Daniels, yep. creator of him. The Office, Parks and Rec, and Parks and Rec, and uh, was he good place as well? You know, you know, no, that's the other guy. Um, yeah, but uh, him and Steve Carell, he of Office fame and many other things. Um, so the cast for Space Force is insane. It's bonkers. Terrence Howard <laughs> as Tony Stark. Don Cheadle as Rhodey. Actually, Steve Carell plays someone who like is essentially Rhodey. 
Yeah, sure. So he's like plays like a lower general. Who oh, he's four star general. He's well, like, he gets made uh, yeah, four star general at the, at the yeah. first time, and then he's given Space Force this thing that everyone knows is going to fail, and that yep. he's almost it's the laughing stock of the war room. So um, we have starring alongside Steve. I mean, and Steve Carell is kind of doing this like gruff. The voice is strange. It's strange. I kind of like it. I mean, it makes him not sound like Michael Scott. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, I, I guess he's, he's kind of foil. He's got lots of foils in this, but his main one is the scientist. So, yeah, Steve Carell oh. plays like the, the four-star general. Yeah. And the, the, Malkin television is just crazy. So, yeah, John Malkovich is... The Malkman's here. <laughs> <laughs> the Malkman always rings twice, you know, and he's ringing three times in Space Force. That's my review of him. Um, it's his voice is incredible. I could I, like he's just yeah he is born to play a, a man who holds himself. It's a, weird seeing him not sinister others. like as a nicish guy because I find him like quite oh, nice yeah, and he's patient. Lovely. He's very yeah, patient. Yeah, he's ne- like you know Steve Carell is obviously the quick tempered of the two. Yeah, but Malk is so soothing. Mallory, Doctor Mallory, is yeah, it? yeah, Adrian Mallory. Uh, then we have Ben Schwartz essentially reprising every role. G- Sonic, Sean Alfio. <laughs> he actually played Sonic. The um, geniuses at Netflix were like, look, we've got all this cash left Sonic. over. Yeah, yeah, we just cancelled Terrace House. We've got to put this somewhere. Terrence House? <laughs> <laughs> just all different Terrence Howards. <laughs> no, it's just him by himself. <laughs> Terrence House is so good. We've got to make Someone that. Make I'm going to make that. In the, I will yeah. make it in the okay. Terrence, the Terrence like House font. Yeah. Terrence House. Terrence House. Terrence House opening new doors. <laughs> Actually, I, we didn't say it last week, but I want to say uh, very sad news about Terrace House, but it kind of got overshadowed. So is, is it actually cancelled? No, I mean, very sad news that one of the uh, house members suicided and the sh- season's she been like cancelled. A, a she was a wrestler. She was quite well known. Yeah, it was confirmed by her um, wrestling family slash team. But uh, yeah, cyberbullying, literally. Um, what? I mean, this is obviously triggering for someone who's a fan of it, but... Like no, it's fine. I'm very is, brave. What what was she getting cyberbullied about? Um, there was an incident on the show that hasn't aired here. So in Japan, it's one of those. You know, in Netflix, they will air stuff a lot of the time weekly in the country it's usually from because of like syndica- syndication. But then like Doro Hedoro or something, we will get it as one whole chunk. Yep. So ter- Terrace House is re- released like that. Yep. But in Japan, they're always like ahead. We usually get it every like four months. They'll drop like ten episodes. Mm-hmm. But there was an incident that happened and it just shows, again, the chill nature of the show in general compared to all reality shows. It was like somebody washed someone else's, her, her clothes and shrunk something. And she was like, you yeah, know, really upset about very it. upset about it. It was a thousand dollar wrestling costume. And um, I don't know what happened. I haven't seen it, but they called it like the, the washing incident. And I think, think people were stupidly like having goes at her and what, you know, really tearing her apart. But it was just more or less, I guess. And this is, again, I haven't seen it, but I think people, you know, she was already not well. She was on the show, somebody who like cried a lot. Um, She had a very hard time expressing herself. She was quite young. And, you know, I was reading um, the Japan Times covered it and they just summed it up perfectly where like, these are people who are thrust into stardom, like very low level stardom, but unlike stars who have a team managing all this stuff, like it's just them on their phone yeah, right. where they don't have like an agent or a manager mm. or a social media manager. Like, you know, like a someone like Terrence Howard would have to see all that stuff mm, because he is, has a team. Who that's why Terrace House will that's be That's why Terrace House hit. will be, no, no, no one is getting hurt. But yeah, it was, it was very, very sad. And they did the right thing in canceling the rest of the series, which, 
this series was already cursed. One of the uh, one of the guys, one of the hosts, had to leave because he wasn't paying tax. Remember I told you about that one? That's right. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So they were like, well, we're going to pause the show for a while. And then the worst thing happened. Like it was like, those were very small in in scale, but it's just like, this season was like doomed from the start by the way. And they've rightfully pumped the brakes. I I don't know if it should return. If it does, I really hope it might be rejigged because, you know, the panel that you've seen when you've walked in and we're watching it, they are like, they scrutinize over what people did, but it's played for laughs. I, I just think it speaks to a bigger problem that like reality shows do need, you know, we're only seeing the short and long-term effects of what happens to somebody who's thrust into like instant stardom and scru- well, scrutinizing. Yeah, I mean, also like, I, like what I systems never, are in place for these people when they leave, you know what I mean? It's the first instance of cyberbullying in Japan I've ever heard of. I mean, yeah, the thing is like also Japan is like a country where suicide is such a like taboo and that they have an entire, famously it, people know that suicide there is through the roof. Yeah, You know, and it's kind of like a lot of topics I think in Japan are taboo that like Western cultures are more, you know, they're still uncomfortable conversations, but they will speak about it more. So I think it's definitely a cultural thing, but I also, I think it's like the industry in general of reality shows. Like what is the care, duty of care when people exit a show? Like, you know, reality shows are like under 30 years old, essentially, like from the real world. Like they've obviously existed in documentary form, but that was like kind of the one that's credited as like kicking it all off. Like, what is in care for these people? Like, what are the short and long-term effects? And what is the screening process like? What's the exit process like? Mm. And a lot of the time, they're just people who, like, aren't, like, skilled to look after that stuff. Not because of their lack of skill, but just because, like, they don't have a team or they don't have support. And, yeah, it's just... A, yeah, the poor thing. It was really sad. So, they did the right thing. They pulled the plug and, like, we're not continuing with this series, this particular series. I honestly think they'll rejig it. It's the second most watched show in Japan, so I don't think, just from a business standpoint, like I'm putting What's all the, the number one watched. Um, it's another one on Netflix. Oh, damn, I forget what it was, but this is a number two like most streamed show in Japan on Netflix. Which, oh, on Netflix, right? Which yeah, is so. still massive. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I, I don't think they would pull the plug on it. Well, I also think like maybe this happens a, more often than we think, but this show has such a huge international following now. Like the week that it happened, bef- just before it happened, the New Yorker even wrote about it being like, the best thing about COVID has been this particular writer was like, I've been watching Terrace House and it's like soothing and incredible. And it's like, I think that's why the news was so bad because it's a show that is like the anti-reality show. Yeah. So we, you know, fans of the show were always like, oh, it's great because it's not like dramatic. And the drama is like somebody the, the a famous one is from the first series on Netflix where someone takes someone else's steak that's in the fridge. And it's called The Meat Incident. Yeah, and yeah it I've seen It becomes like a five episode. And it's like, it's hilarious in its mundane, in its like the mundane nature of it. But, you know, these mundane things now have like an international audience and, you know, anyone can comment on like how you handle the situation, which is kind of fucked. I guess like, yeah, these, these people are a lot less vapid than your standard like American totally. celebrity not- who, would, who would shrug off, you know, Sim- seemingly like you know small totally. criticisms and it was like you know a client gave this person something so they were very proud of it and then when someone else ate it it was like caused a lot of moral dilemma but yeah it's sad it's this person's gone and that sucks but then we forgot to speak about it last week but then all this other shit happened so it was like how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But yeah, sorry. I don't know. What be, no, Terrence House. We're talking about Terrence. No, we're talking about uh, Ben Wars. Schwartz. So, yeah, no, got, Netflix. There you go. Jump yeah, out. Yeah, Netflix. Um, so yeah, Ben Schwartz plays... Um, Sonic <laughs> Sonic F Tony is his name And everyone calls him Fuck Tony Well is he, I, to me I think he's supposed to be Fuck Jerry Oh That's, what that's I, sick That's what I think Because he's like A social media guy And he's been hired To fuck look after Fuck Tony That's great I, Isn't that I one I never made that connect. I just thought like Because all the characters Call him Fuck Tony And I, I think I, it's I Fuck Jerry hate him, yeah, No I, mean, I think yeah, it's right. Fuck Jerry That's amazing that's, that's yeah. my, That was how I interpreted it Just because like You know Firefest and everything that's great shit if it is it's, if it, it is, is that Jerry. it's like a very yeah. good reference <laughs> um or they could call him um <laughs> tony cardigan <laughs> diana silvers um who was from in uh, booksmart, in booksmart uh, plays steve carell's uh, daughter um who is a character that so far i think they they know the least what to do with yeah oh, she, she's had some okay arcs in in what i've watched so far um and then tawny newsom she's um, great uh, who hosts a, a black podcast She uh, does Called Yo Is This Racist And maybe that's a good one To listen to this week um, She's awesome in this I, I see her and uh, Steve Carell Having a very Him and Pam relationship In yeah, the office cool. Where like cause did, you, did you watch The US office? You didn't did you? Um, only like parts here and there You should totally watch them Yeah I know It I'd is so it. good yeah. But their relationship I think is like My favourite one in the show Just because She's kind of The only person that sees him most of the time, like for who he is. Yeah. And it's like a tender kind of father daughter relationship almost, but not like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's just my takeaway, but it was very like close. Like Pam was his number one confidant. Right. Yeah. Cool. And I see that kind of happening. She's like just, a, is so likable, especially totally. like, yeah, actually 
her being paired with his daughter is is the first time that I really liked his daughter too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, so that's like the main cast, but then there's all these, like the cast is enormous. Lisa Kudrow. Man, and, I, and I've read so like, many people from the Christopher Guest films keep popping up in every single episode. Yeah, it's great. It's Which so I good. just watch them all the week before. So I'm like, oh, this is wild. So you've got Noah Emmerich, um, who is best known as Biff Tannen mm-hmm. um, from the Back to the Future trilogy. Playing the same character. He is probably got... Like for when he shows up, he's the one who makes me laugh the most. Yeah, he's because he's meant to be like because like yeah, Steve Carell's character is 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 meant to be a little bit unlikable. A lot of criticism has been mm. that he's too unlikable, like Michael Scott was in the first season of The Office. Yeah, and this um, guy is a guy who knows how to make shitty first seasons too. Parks um, and Rec was completely revamped for man, season two. Those first six episodes of Parks and Rec are no good. It's so Mark Brandanowitz, whatever. I remember me <laughs> when I'm when I met Aziz backstage while Major Laser, who I was tour managing at the time. I know clunk, just dropping some names. <laughs> um, but uh, he came up. Only one of those people you've named have been cancelled, which is kind of it's insane. Which is people crazy. should get cancelled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy they haven't. Um, but uh, he came close. I think in the last week because he has, I mean, like, you know, bad timing for him. He, he has an out. Al- oh, the cowboy has a, album. has a cowboy album coming out, which so obviously you don't want to offend middle <laughs> and south white America. But I think, uh, you know, he's collaborated with enough black artists that it's like, come on, dude, like you have to say something. Yeah. Um, and he did eventually. Um, but uh, I, yeah, as, as I met Aziz backstage in a music festival. And um, while the band were playing on stage, he was like... He was like, what do you think of this? And he, he put his hand in a claw show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you reckon this will work? He, um, like, I don't know, man. He, uh, he was like, oh, what? how do you know who I am? Because he wasn't really a celeb when he first came here. And I was like, oh, I watch... I watched Modern Giant, the sketch show oh, yeah, he used to be yeah. on. And I, and human Giant? Human Giant. That's human Giant. One. Yeah, one with him Giant. and Paul... Um, Paul Shear Paul and Shearer Rob Hubel. Rob Hubel, yeah. I that was that. a great there show. Was, oh, man. The, the Will Ferrell... The Will, sorry, Will... F- fuck. Will Arnett sketch. Yeah, where they, sketch where they, pre- they pretend to be the, the Olsen twins. That's right. And, and they're trying to bust him as a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And the, um, like, Chris Angel. Forever. Yeah. Oh, man. The oh, that's... Shit. I'm going to live forever. Still one yeah, of the funniest, like... Yeah. yeah. And the Chris Angel, they they made fun of the, like, mind freaks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was really, really... And I think it was, like, M- no... Which channel was it? Was it MTV? Yeah. yeah it, was on MTV. it was like really the, good. The, um, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> the, three, the theme song was Death from Above 1975. Yeah. Then I said, oh, and I'm, I'm watching Parks and Recreation too. And he's like, oh, did you make it through the first season? It gets so much better, I swear. So yeah, even wow. he was like saying, yeah. Yeah. Why did we- <laughs> um, <laughs> having said that, I, I like Space Force more than Parks and Rec and well, Office Season 1. What's, what's, what's bizarre is that like, all the criticism of this show, like, no one seems to like this show. Mm, I, which I was people shocked by. I watched our, it our, out of a vacuum. I watched like first four apps without reading anything. So I was like, I don't want to see anything. Yeah, I, I, I watched the first few. I think mean, we're both up to this. We've both watched the first four episodes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I find it just really pleasant. It's, I think it's shot beautifully, which I know is not why incredible. what yeah, shows, but I've never seen enormous, a so budget's like, crazy. Yeah. The acting is insane. The cast rules. Is, and like, I think that like, it's not like a laugh a minute, which I'm sure The Office was. Mm, no, but there's it's some not. really the solid isn't, jokes. Though. Yeah, right. The Office is like, especially the first season, it's very cringe. So everyone's everyone, all the criticism I'm saying is like, is saying is like, oh, these these two um, team up for the second time since The Office, um, but it's not as good as The Office. 
And then in the same thing, they're also saying The Office's first season wasn't was very terrible. good. Yeah. So it's like, well, I mean, obviously this is going to get as good as The Office if you give it a chance. Yeah. I mean, I one thing that I keep thinking about is like the beauty of The Office was it was it, it found humor in the mundane because like a, a, a job with like a terrible lit beige office is quite relatable. Yeah. I'm wondering if the entry point for this is because I know that Greg Daniels and um, uh, I was about to say Michael Scott, Steve Carell have said like, Dr. Strangelove has been an influence on this yeah. where it's kind of like the humor isn't in your face. Like this is why it's funny. It's more the absurdity of what's happening. Yeah. The absurdity like the of the, thing. Yeah, totally. And, and, but it may be that's being missed on people. Maybe it's, look, I, I honestly have liked every episode I've seen. Yeah. It's only four episodes too. Maybe the like time length, maybe the, like the sitcom 22 minutes was like a good thing for these shows. Yeah, whereas these, Maybe it's these like episodes you've got are like 34 jokes minutes out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's like they've got to pair it back to... But it, this is, I was saying to B, this feels a lot like the comedic, the sitcom version of another Steve Carell show um, that was on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, right. This feels a lot like, like that was a drama, the, uh, Morning Wars, on the, the Morning Show, the which is like this incredible... The cast, cast is crazy. Unbelievable cast in a show where like those first few episodes, I was like, I like that, but I don't know if this was good. Yeah. And then like the, the critics were really divided on it, but I stuck with it and I loved it. Mm. And I'm starting to get the same kind of vibe where I'm, really just, like, like, I'm, just, I'm just really enjoying it. I don't this. know what it is, but I just really like Space Force. I think like, I like that we don't know why his wife is in jail. I love, yeah, Lisa Kudrow plays his she's wife. She's amazing. She's incredible. When she just suddenly... I love like how fucked his has, life is. She has bray, um, bray cornrows. cornrows. And, and she's then, like, oh, it's oh, not it's, appropriation. It's fine because it's fine when they do it too. Yeah, he's like, she's, she goes, it's not appropriation because they did it when they do it too. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking funny. But yeah, yeah. man. Fred Willard is his dad. His assistant who's in Best in Show and everything and Mighty Wind. Yes. Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I love. I don't, yeah, man, I don't know. It's because of what's going on right now, but I'm like putting it on, and I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of what I need. Oh, it's amazing seeing Jimmy O Yang, who played um, oh, Jin yeah. Yang in um, Silicon Valley, play like a very straight character, super straight, and like, like yeah, high up. Yeah, because um, he was like kind of the, the most insane character on. Yeah, Silicon Valley. he was Valley. in one of the seasons I watched. Um, he's in every, every all the seasons, yeah. and his character gets bigger and bigger and crazier. Sure. Um, God, that was a good show. Um, who else is like? There's so many. I mean, Jane, the the like table of other generals, and it's like Jane Lynch, oh, Jane Lynch, um, um, Diedrich Bader, Diedrich Bader, Bader um, uh, Putty from yeah, Seinfeld. yeah, Patrick Warburton, Brock, Brock Sampson. Thank yeah. you very much. Sorry, Putty from Seinfeld. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it, it's alone. <laughs> alone. Um, I'm in Space Force now. <laughs> Michael Hitchcock shows up in it. Like it's just alone. It's great. Yeah. Um, big big fan of just this as a as a fun show to put yeah, on. Yeah, I really like, hope it does get more seasons or it's another season. I'm honestly just putting on going. I, I I like this. Apparently, it gets better as it continues too. I mean, a lot of people complain that it's boring, but I I just like it. Yeah, I I, I maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's an acquired taste. Maybe people wanted The Office. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the critics are American and they don't like seeing Space Force made fun of. Yeah, I mean, I, or maybe people wanted more mundanity. Maybe because he is like a four-star general, it's not as relatable as being a regional manager of a paper place. You know, I think the one of the biggest successes in The Office is the mun. The like I said before, like anyone can relate to working on like a poorly lit office. Yeah, but not anyone can like have that instant buy-in on this. Yeah, I don't know. So, and maybe there's no character yet who's like the everyday person because everyone's like an army official or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I like how it's like the the context is so absurd, but 
they're still doing relatively mundane things within yeah. it. Yeah. Well, except for the monkey. The monkey. The monkeys and dog in space shit. That yeah. was that rules. That was so good. And it's just just the floating tail. The tail. Yeah, it was a great, great reveal. <laughs> um, so then, I man into it. Yeah, me Seriously. too. So also started in the last week is uh, an Apple TV Plus series. Um, it's an animated um, musical series um, called Central Park, and it is the latest sitcom produced um, and created by Lauren Bouchard, who um, is best known for Bob's Burgers. Bobby Burger. <laughs> but before that. He made um, Home Movies, which is one of my favorite cartoons, like top five cartoons of all time, which Brendan that? Small. Who has seen it? Oh man, it's I, I'll, I'll no. lend you DVDs if you want. It's basically about this kid called Brendan, who is a kid at school, and his um, I'm in his fucking uh, say no more. No, yeah, his 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 two best friends, and they make movies at school, and they the movies are shitty, but they're like, and, and they have he has like it's like. It's in the same because yeah, Lauren Bruchard also worked on Dr. Katz. Mm-hmm. And so the first season of her movies is made in like that squiggle yep, vision, squiggle very vision, limited yeah. movement. And it's a lot of improvised dialogue. And so it's, yeah, it's Brendan Small who then went on to do Metalocalypse. Yep. Um, and um, H. John Benjamin, who is. Oh, yeah. You know what? I had a. I was on the wiki last night and I saw H. John Benjamin. The voice of Archer, the voice of um, uh, the Bob from Bob's in, Burgers. Uh, <laughs> yes, versus the Wet soup can in Whatever Summer. He's. Um, the voice of the devil in Venture Brothers. He's in a lot of comedy sketches. Man, well, he, yeah, he actually, he, he was he had on his some, own comedy. He was on some great episodes. Of, yeah, the H1, H1 Benjamin has a van. Has a van, is, yeah. Which is the first um, time, first show that um, Nathan Fielder was ever in. That's right. Before That's how um, I became, Nathan, Nathan yeah, yeah, for you. That's a really underrated show. Have we watched that before on Comedy Central? Yeah. H1, it, yeah. It's so good. There's a brilliant episode where... Is it a toilet sketch or no, public he, toilet thing? Nathan Fielder... Gets taken. He's the, he plays the sound guy, and he gets taken That's hostage. Right. And so That's the right. movie, the movie is like the, the episode is like silent because the sound guy's been taken hostage. <laughs> it was insane. It was too And I think Dan Harmon had something to do with that show as well. Um, I'm not sure. More Maybe. more on him in a minute. By the way, uh, I'll get to, I'll get to a, a, a great revelation for you in a moment. Um, but so Central Park. My one sense is tingling. Um, you're really, really hitting the nail on the head. Um, so the cent- pickle on the, <laughs> on the <laughs> pickle on the Rick. Um, so Central Park um, is uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of looks just like Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, the it's the other main producer of this. It was created by Lauren Bouchard, Nora Smith, who is um, clever with a lot, and then Josh Gad. I was about to say, if you ever watch Bob's Burgers and go, you know what, this needs more of. Okay, the Gad Man. The Gad Man. He is pretty uh, intolerable, but. In this one, he plays a fat loser anyway. And I'm like, this works. That would have been So he kind of plays like the narrator who is like, like a, he's a, um, a street musician, yeah. a busker, um, who kind of like addresses the, the audience constantly. He says it's okay to cry. That's the, that the first <laughs> yeah. thing he says. And then he sings Imagine. <laughs> Where are those assholes right now? Um, but yeah, so the voice cast in this, Kristen Bell... Titus Burgess, David Diggs, Josh Gad, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr. and Stanley Tucci. Tucci which, plays a woman, right? Yeah. It's so funny. I love that. Um, and then you've got H. John Benjamin Tucci as well. rules. I love that Tucci, man. Yeah, man. Tucci, the Tucci. The- I'd be so bummed if someone hurts him. And it's it's so far the story the is The only like, guy in the Transformers saga to play two different characters. That's great. <laughs> Merlin and, oh, and a Steve Merlin. Jobs-esque character in uh, number four. And Merlin in five. I think it's because they signed him on for two movies and had nothing for his character to do. So they just made him play someone else. Isn't that insane? Yeah. 
Um, so the, the show starts with a whole lot of Josh Gad singing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But then there are some good jokes pretty quick. So is it um, a musical? Um, it's a, there's like four to six songs per episode. Like Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're, like they're big. Wait, so like, is Seth MacFarlane bummed there's a show tune comedy well, no, cartoon I mean, like, out there? I feel like it's like, it's like Lauren Bashar going, fuck it. I'll just do what Seth MacFarlane did. And you know how like American Dad and Cleveland Show just looked like Family Guy. No, I mean, is he bummed because isn't like his dream to have show tunes on like primetime cartoon? Yeah, I guess cartoon. so. Um, but the, um, the writers on this, like all the music has been like uh, written by like people who write for Frozen um, and people who write for... Um, That's how I got Josh Gad. Yeah, I guess Gad got them. Um, Gad man. Uh, and then like some other indie rock uh, people. There are songs coming up written by Fiona Apple, Cindy Lauper, Alan Menken. Huge. Yeah, I don't know if they wrote original songs or it's like covers them, them or doing something. covers, Amy Mann. Um, but there's a song in the first episode called Own It and it's so good. Drake has a song called Own It. Yeah, it's actually, it's a cover of that song. That'd be sick. Um, own it, own it, own it, own it. But yeah, that, that, was, that was when I was like, oh no, this song has got, this, this show has got some magic to it. Sweet. Um, and How so, many, yeah, three eps are out, right? Two episodes so two far. Two eps. Um, and uh, the first one is probably the better one. Um, but I, again, it's, it's like, it's pleasant viewing in the same way that Space Force is. And yeah, sick. I'll check it out. It does look, I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, um, I just remember last week that you and I didn't talk about it, but we watched beef, beef, an episode of Beef House oh, and God, kind I of injured our scene. ribs literally by laughing. That show is so I've seen that episode funny. seven times now and I laugh <laughs> as much every time as I see it. It's one of the most like amazing visual gags. Beef House is like, yeah, it's the latest show by Tim and Eric. And, uh, it's, and it's I think we spoke about it early in the year when yeah. I went to see them live and was like, oh, they showed... An episode, the first time they had like a screening of it outside of Adult Swim Studios or people who worked on it. It's them doing a sitcom format show. It's Full House, essentially. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Full House, except. And he's Jim Meadow Tim. Soprano and just five grown <laughs> and no men. No children. <laughs> there is one that comes along, though. Oh, that's great. Uh, then uh, um, Eric's nephew, Boro, has to move in because he's been bad at school. So for now, they just have an unexplored, like a tiny child in every scene. That's great. <laughs> and he has, um like, very bad diarrhea and his one line is i had like night diarrhea again that's all that's the only service he purpose he serves in the entire perfect character and he gets grounded for it constantly like just (laughs) terrible parenting (laughs) like borat go go upstairs you've been very bad you've had night boro just (laughs) b-o-r-o boro and he's just like a white kid (laughs) that's great boro um so look it kind of sounds like boro but mm. what's the uh, what's the anime that we both watched this week? Boro de Boro. Yeah, Dora Hedoro. Dora. Dora Hedoro. Dora the Explorer. Yeah, Dora the Hedoro. So you read this manga in like the early 2000s? I read it as it was coming out. So I haven't even finished it. I bought like a few volumes in 2010 because in, shout out to last week, Brian Lee O'Malley shouted out on Twitter before Scott Pilgrim was even finished. He was like, this is what I'm reading at the moment. This is one of the best mangas I've read. It's by a female writer. It's crazy. The it's one. I think he like said it was like one of the best universes he'd seen created, and there was also similarities between it and Scott Pilgrim with like doors and people. I yeah, think. right. Which yeah, now cool. I just realized. Then I don't know if yeah, yeah. maybe someone pointed that no, it couldn't have because it was like 2010, and I think the book series was complete by then. Yeah, uh, it it started like 2008 or nine. It started in 2000. Oh, okay. Maybe that's where we got the door thing from. Yeah, maybe possibly. Um. So yeah, it was it was. 
published from um i think the translations came out though in 2009 or 2010 so yeah it, it was it was serialized in um what's the so it's not shown and it's like the, for older so it's it started i think CNN? and then moved yeah CNN? i don't know how to say it, it. s e i n e n seinen 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 um uh but yeah, it's like it's. I never, I've never heard of this, but I, I also love that like you, you have a type of like anime you like, and oh, it is, it is like uh, cyberpunky, cyberpunk, like yeah, like, like shitty future, shitty future, um, cool as hell soundtracks, yeah, insane animation. But this is very weird much, humor. This is very much in your. Oh, watching it, I was just like, even Chloe was like, "Oh, this is so your style of." Yeah, because well, it feels stuff. like in. I mean, I guess it was written in the two, in two thousand. So, yeah, but it does feel like a big throwback to like the anime that would be airing on SBS in Australia on a Saturday Yeah, night. it's like, like ultra violent in parts, but humorous. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it hits so many like sweet spots of mine. I think the the pairing of like a like a hot tank girl esque. Yeah, and a girl lizard man and a and a monster. Just fucking sick. Yeah, but like that's so that's such a like a nineties early two yeah, thousands totally. like pairing. Yeah. yeah, and just like I love the look of it. I love like sorcerers don't look at all like magic, like traditional sorcerers. So yeah, explain explain the world. So we have we'd send this place called the Hole, which is where sorcerers go. It's full of the it's inhabitants of people that sorcerers which live in another world but travel to the Hole via like doors that they can kind of apparate and leave from quickly, and uh, they look like mutations or whatever, but they're actually like failed transfigurations i guess so there's like people with like different heads and you know they, they live there with regular people but yeah that's kind of all we know so far in the first few episodes and, and uh, a guy called n uh is obsessed with mushrooms it's almost like alice in wonderland-esque is kind of the ruler of this other like dimensional world where the sorcerers all live and yep. yeah it's kind of like i don't know there's like some tarantino-esque like have you, how many episodes have you seen? Um, two. Yeah, you know the pair in the second episode, the yeah, searches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh man, that shit is so good. The dialogue is really funny. I find like, I don't know, there's just like a character who's like, one character beat is he likes eating. It's such yep. a like anime thing. Yeah, he's totally. the lead character, Kaiman. Yeah, so uh, our yeah, Kaiman. The, the so he does, he, the yeah, hero. this is the best plot device. Yeah, he has no idea why he has a lizard head. He has, and, he's and got a human body and he's ripped his shit. And, and there's a man who lives inside him that only some people can see when he bites down on their head. And their all head he is- says is, it isn't you. And he thinks that eventually he's going to find the sorcerer who turned him into this so then he can kill said sorcerer. We've learned that if you kill a sorcerer in this universe, the magic they did reverses or disappears. So yeah. he has amnesia or something to a degree of amnesia and is trying to figure out who like transfigured him and his only friend is a woman who makes, who has a, um, a restaurant and makes uh, gyoza. And he's obsessed with gyoza. Yeah. And but he, man, the animation is beautiful, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And like the, the voice, the voice actor voice is hilarious. like this over enthusiastic. Yeah. Like he very much reminds me of like a, a raspier, like if, if a male voiced Luffy in one piece, right. Like they're right, very right. excited yeah. and loves food and like yeah. a bit, kind of a bit of a like big idiot. Yeah, exactly. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, uh, I'm just I'm thinking like yeah all of like the dystopian future shit you love oh, Akira so like, Ak- Akira Evangelion, Evangelion um what was Ghost the, in the Shell Ghost in the Shell then um uh what was the one Cowboy that, Bebop 
Cowboy Bebop, and then also <laughs> everything uh, I like's prerequisite is um, like Battle Angel Alita. Battle Angel is fail. Yeah, this feels a lot like Alita, actually. I love um, the universe. Yeah, yeah. I did, man, I don't know. I love that shit in anime. I don't know why. I think the Japanese uh, have a particular way of. Whereas I like boring as fuck. Um, you like board mang- games. I like yeah, like I like mahjong and and animals. <laughs> mahjong and talking animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I just I I my 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 kinks are cyberpunk. I, it always has been. Well, I mean, like yeah, like and I think they know better than anyone because they've like had to rebuild su- a superpower essentially after. What manga being and destroyed. anime are also just so good at just like throwing you into a world and you going like, what the fuck? How the rule- good is the, the like, rules of this? The the rule the way they've been introducing the rules of Dorohodora. Yeah, yeah, it's great, dude. I love like the finger, and then we see someone get their finger broken, and then we learn they can't do magic, and you are just like, man, it's so it's so well done. That's the the there's like I guess I wouldn't call it quite hyper violence, but there is it's, it's over the top violence. It's, it's, it's not like hyper where you like feel sick, but it's like gratuitous in the amount of red you see splashed on screen. It's first, like it's like the fight in Kill Bill One. The first death when he like grabs the knife and then just Huge. slashes it through yeah, so this guy a hundred times. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's sick. It's I man, I love it. It's like twenty minute episodes. Insane theme song. Yeah. Yeah, now there's a character whose face got ripped off because she got pulled through a door while he was biting it off. Yeah. It's, it's all fucking good. I mean, man, all you need to look at is how good is the name of the um, the author called Q Hayashida. Just like the letter Q. Yeah, sh- you know, You know that shit is tight when someone's <laughs> going by one letter. Yeah. Um, it's great. I, I definitely want to read the manga. Um, but I, I'm, I'm almost... I'm, I'm now currently halfway through Hunter Hunter. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Hunter X Hunter, but yeah. it's, uh, the X is silent. I don't know why it's even there. Hunter, but it's Hunter. called Hunter Hunter. Just um, which classic is, anime shit. Yeah, like a, or manga a, shit. A shonen case. manga that it will apparently never be finished. Great. Um, but uh, uh, so yeah, obviously I had to, had to read that one as yeah. quickly as possible. <laughs> had nothing going on, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I have to issue what thousand and two, uh, three hundred and eighty or oh, something. Very like formidable. That. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, I'm almost at two hundred. How is uh, it? It's crazy. Good crap, what do you mean? Yeah, like I mean like the the protagonist is just another like kid who wants to be strong. Yeah. But he but he also it's, it's like the one beat of every protagonist, isn't it? But Shonen? he wants to be strong and he wants to find his dad. Right. And he has daddy issues and and uh everyone he meets along See, the way. So I think my prerequisite is uh characters who just wouldn't want to be dead. <laughs> I don't know. Mine yeah, are like yeah. non. Sh- my, my like Shinji. I'm think. I'm just like. Yeah. I'm into manga where they're just uh, anime where they're just like. I wish I was fucking dead, <laughs> and I and I have a robot as a friend or as like a mode of transport. Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, sign me the hell up. This is. <laughs> I want to see the. This is my kind of daddy issue. I am like at that point now where I will like. Like I, I like watching things with with B, and I mean I love that she loves anime now. We That's can great. we can just watch anime, but like, I if I didn't have to or I didn't feel the need to stay up to date with anything else I would just happily only read manga for the rest of my life I think that's fine yeah I just like um I'm now like branching out into like my list of things I want to read eventually is just it it is so stupid now like Um, is in length just I'll never be able to read there's there's so much manga out there you've read Dragon Ball Z and One Piece in like very couple sh- months yeah. she's like really insane <laughs> but like i don't think japanese I people think, have done that i think back to last year and i'm like man remember that amazing day where i read like 158 chapters of one piece and that's all i did in that one day that was the best day of last year for me yeah yeah um and i, I, I so i've just hit the point in hunter hunter where I, all i can think about is that world that story and i just want to finish it now 
I, I, Hunter, it, Hunter. It's a, it's a great feeling to chase and yeah. get to. And then what are you reading on? Because Shonen? you look forward to going to bed. Um, Comicsology. Oh, how come is it not on Shonen? No, yeah, it should be. It's a Shonen. It was published in Shonen Jump, but no, you've got to buy it. How much of it has it been? Uh, I, was not, I got most of the, the chapter, the um, it, volumes on uh, on sale a few a few months ago for like two ninety nine a volume. Oh wow, that's insane. Yeah, um, but at some point I'm going to have to make the switch to illegal ways to 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 read them. It used to be a real easy way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, um, after watching uh, the second episode of Doho Hedera, Dora Hedora, Dora Hedora, um, Dora Hedora, I'll never. Every week when we when we check in with this, I'll I'll be like that one. Help me out here. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I I will always say that one. Um, but by the way, but the animation in that is amazing. It's another one. Like if you know, like you, you listen to us talk about the Ghost in the Shell recent remake. And how lame we think the animation looks because it's three D. Like PS two like, cutscene shit. This this is that same style that um, Beastars used, where right. it's like you can look at a still at it and it looks like a two D animation. Sure. But then the character, the, the camera will pan yeah. around the three D. It has like a render. roughness too, like yeah. it has like edges and like yep. looks like pencil mark. It's almost like when they remember Street Fighter Four, <laughs> and they had that like bad brush effect. Yeah. It's like that, but it's not shit. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, um, Sonic Booms all around. I'm, man, I love it. Yeah, it's good. Sick shit. theme song, fucking crazy visuals. So I, insane I, voice cast. I finished the second episode today, and I was like, "Cool, that's great." I can't wait to talk about it with Angus. This yeah, is, this is great, great shit. I have a bunch of work I got to get done. Better get done to that. To go to get go finish this book. This book that I need to finally finish. Got to finish the book so I can get advanced and I can feed my children and buy stupid shit again in my life. Buy more manga. Um and. Uh, just gonna turn down that heater. Yeah, it's got nice and toasty in here. Anyway, so I go to exit out of Netflix, and mm. then Netflix is like, "Excuse me, uh, hey, what about this?" And I was like, "You know what? I have never watched the third season of Rick and Morty." Oh yeah, it's it's good. And I watched the first episode of the third season, and I was like, "This is this is real good." Yeah, it's great. And then the I was, thing is, it's it's a really good show. And knowing that I had to do. Like a whole bunch of shit that day, and I had a very limited window to get it done. I was What's like, "What's the first episode again? Is it with the time? Uh, is it the Szechuan sauce?" Yeah, the Szechuan yeah. sauce. The, the, the oh, you finally saw the titular. Yeah, but not only did I finally see the Szechuan sauce episode, I watched the first three episodes of season three of Rick and Morty. Bruh. Instead of doing all the important shit I needed to do today. See, the and problem, not the problem, but the thing is, Rick and Morty is like a very good show. So I finally saw Pickle Rick. Oh uh, yeah, what'd you I've, think? Well, I mean, like I knew... Was it like, like a kid who's not allowed to watch Austin Powers or something at sleepovers and then finally watches it 10 years later? Yeah, yeah, well, it's yeah. like Bart with the itchy and scratchy movie. <laughs> yes, totally, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I knew that Rick turns himself into a pickle and says, I'm <laughs> I love Pickle Rick. This, this podcast is breaking new territory. <laughs> yeah. 2020. It felt surreal watching this thing that I've made fun of. Yeah. What I've like almost like made fun of people... Making fun of it, I don't know. It's, it's now reached like a point of post irony where so meta. It's now funny yeah. again to mention it because it's like so deep. Because yeah, like they're almost finished the fourth season. They finished this week. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So the, the, the tenth episode comes out this week, which is why Netflix is pushing it. I'm pretty sure it is here. Um, but I had no idea that like it turns into like an action, like a Die Hard or yeah, like, yeah, ran- like a Sylvester Stallone 80s movie. It is an intensely watchable show. Dude, it, 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 it's a really good show. And I feel like it's very, yeah. very well written. It's, I love the animation. The character designs are great. I love the humor. 
Like, I don't know. But it the year like that, a good show. The year that season came out, like it absolutely got the gold medal for worst fan base. It was like the, yeah, it, it imploded that year. And all it was, all you needed was, doesn't matter about the shirts or the Funko Pops. It was that fucking dude jumping on a counter. Quoting Rick. Yeah. And we'd seen it before with Cartman. Source. We'd yeah. seen it before with Patrick Bateman. Like these aren't people you're supposed to worship. There was that, you're supposed yeah, to like fake. not like them. Like the whole point of this character is like they're a terrible person. But then it goes into like, you know, I hate that territory where people are like, oh, we can't have characters like that. And it's like, no, like it's good to have bad characters because the world is full of people like that. Like we yeah, just can't no, have... I just, all it is is like the, the lexicon of bad fan bases changes and gets worse. Totally. So like, yeah, like the Snyder Cut fanboys, yeah. I think... Joker are, fans. The, DC, I think definitely has the worst fan base now. So because I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll let myself... I'll, 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 totally. I'll reward myself. This is But DC's moment. problem is since Rick the 80s and, and whether or not it was conscious or not, but they became the, the darker, you know, mm. the darker comic brand. And it, that was kind of based off... What probably year one, Dark Knight Returns and Batman eighty eight coming eighty nine coming out. Like, you know, they, they stamped themselves as black leather, baby. Well no, it, it was almost yeah, like the, is it the same year that the movie comes out that the Dark Knight Returns, Returns. comes out? Yeah. And so immediately you one, have this split between the people who love this new movie and then the comic book fans that are like, Yeah, that's not Dark Batman. We want the Dark Batman. Yeah. We want the Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah. And Pro-gun Batman. That, that split, I think, just is still present today. Totally it is. They're like, oh, this, is, this, this isn't your pussy X-Men. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, yeah. They, they really pride themselves on, like, the darkness. And then Zack Snyder is a fan who, you know, revels, well, fan in inverted commas, and, like, revels in that darkness. And as he's even said, like, DC's always had darker storylines and other comic, like, you know? But it's like, no, like, it's, that's, that's not true. See, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just watch a whole bunch of Rick and Morty. Dude, in the next welcome week. to the. Yeah, I've only watched up to season three. I haven't watched any season four. There's a lot of watch- like, yeah, like I mean, like American animated sitcoms. I think that's my most comforting TV food. Sure. Like I, I've we we finally gotten all of the Simpsons in the original aspect ratio on Disney Plus. Don't it feel good? So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching that again soon. I really want to watch Bart. <laughs> Bart. Um, I really want to watch King of the Hill, like the entirety of it. Where can you watch it though? I don't know where. You I, can't. Guess, I guess I have to buy it on iTunes maybe. I don't even think it's on iTunes. I think we had a look at this Same once. as Bob's Burgers. Like I wish those things were Wasn't that on Netflix? I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I want to I want to do Find both. King of the Hill. Because you think King of the Hill should be on Disney Plus, right? I know that there's like, there's a deal on iTunes. It's like $90 for every single Find Futurama Bob's series. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's pretty good. But again, won't that be on, on a Comedy Central lines that? Yeah, Most so Burgers is only on. You have to buy it. Oh my god, nine seasons. How 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 many? So all of ugh, so there's no. I can't believe that's been going for nine seasons. Yeah, it's it, it it's taken King of the Hills places like that. That's that sitcom that everyone likes but no one loves. But yeah. it's just chugging along, just being this very liked sitcom. That's insane. You can you can stream you can stream it on Foxtel, but it wasn't on Foxtel Go. What about it? King of the Hill? No, nowhere. Disney on that now, right? Yeah, but it's not. 
<laughs> and killing Kingdom Hearts, remember? That was <laughs> that was my favorite. That was like a god tier name. name. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> King Hill. It's fucking Hank, Hank Hill. I am a barber. That would be so good. <laughs> I would, I would just I love. Saying, Damn it, Bobby! I, I would love to see a Japanese take on King of the Hill. Yeah. him in like wearing yeah. like ridiculous like Senpai of the Hill. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I would love that Sensei of the Hill. Kingdom. Bo- what would we say? Be like King Baka Bobby San. Kingdom of <laughs> Kingdom of the Hearts. Yeah, like King of the Kingdom of the Hearts. Damn it, Bobby San. <laughs> That'd be so sick. That's what like, is that? So you, Angus, has just typed in. Look at this. I've done like, oh, it's like it's a, a sick rap cover. album. So yeah, we, Angus has just it's typed on in on, a, on iTunes, King of the Hill, and it's called. It's by Van Damme Body Slam, and it's a record from two years ago called King of the Hill. King of the Hill, and it's amazing. It's like it looks like a rap crew. How good drawn. is that? They've got AK forty sevens and bulldogs, <laughs> pit bulls in the front yard, and they're all standing. And instead of drinking beers, they're standing, um, holding what looks like purple drink. Rappers putting themselves in cartoons the best. as mixtape covers is, is oh man, there's a great one this year. Who is he? Um, damn, it was a good album cover, and I was like, oh, I think you recommended it on. Oh yeah, Cash Kid. Oh yeah, Cash Kid. Amazing tape. album covers. Went, and it's like him as like Black Bart with dreads. Yeah. It rules using like called, the Simpsons it's font. No, no socks. Yeah, it rules. That's good shit. That's the shit. Yeah. That's how we. This is how we're doing so it. So we don't have Hulu. Apparently, all these things are on Hulu. Uh, Hulu. Yeah, I, yeah, that sucks. That Maybe I have to illegally it. find King I, of the Hill. Yeah, that's that's insane. That Disney should have it, but I guess maybe it'll fall to Disney soon. Yeah. Damn it, Rupert! <laughs> Damn it, Bobby son! <laughs> you got to no respect. But yeah, no, there was, there was something just so weirdly comforting about watching Rick and Morty today instead of doing important work it's good shit it, like it is good shit like we knocked the fan base a lot but it's like it is a hell of a written show yeah and like the voice cast in it is is it's next Werner Herzog's in it. it's like you know yeah yeah no totally it's yeah. great it's good it's good as hell shit like the pickle rick episode like susan sarandon plays the therapist oh, yeah that's right the, he's yeah peter serafinovich is in oh is he in that one i can't remember if he's Look, in Morty, yeah, he's, pickle. yeah he plays the Oh, I do love that it just opens with him like as a pickle and like does it like I, you know what i mean i think that's kind of like just so dumb and stupid that he's just like come in here and he's like I'm a picker just starts and they're really like I don't know if they they go they I love that two years later we're talking about pickle yeah. <laughs> seriously like a se- that finally like yeah the, yeah. the demand the and world I, is in such a strange place right now that we're just like openly going yeah man pickle Rick's a fucking bop all right we're put letting our guard down tonight I, I can't wait for Todd Phillips to do a really serious take on pickle Rick his mom like fucked him as a kid also like gave made him bather or whatever. <laughs> That'd be sick. Having like yeah, the the, uh, the twenty twenty nine Oscars, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix as Pickle Rick, as Pickle Rick, and he also plays Morty or some shit, <laughs> clump style. Yeah, that'd be crazy. What are uh, David Ayer has been smoking his uh, Snyder stash lately and has been going off King on Twitter. Have you seen? Yeah, I'm saying like, yeah, man, my movie was really good. Like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's just saying, like, yeah, like he, he shot, you know, these really dark scenes of. He said Lido it was based Joker. off. He said I was inspired by Chris Nolan. It's like, well, yeah. In this instance, like, both of you have tackled the same character, um, which is very rare when a director says they've been inspired by someone. You know, like, yeah, yeah. And 
No, you haven't been. I've seen both The Dark Knight and <laughs> this and and your Suicide Squad. And let me say that, uh, yeah, 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 ain't, <laughs> yeah, ain't. But yeah, I mean, who knows if we're gonna get more cuts in the future? Maybe instead of we will. This like I said, the precedent just, has been set now. Instead, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, like yeah, video games get remade all the time. Maybe movies will start just getting Kingdom Heart HD. We'll get yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah Suicide Squad, Squad Dream HD. Drop Remix two point one. Uh, dreams into Justice League, <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, no. What's like your what, what? would you say is the most comforting TV for you? Like, or, was, or is it watching an old movie that you've seen? No, comforting TV for me is like if I have time, if I have like something to do, and I'm like, all right, I sit down to this. It's like I know this is so average. I guess it's like Seinfeld or Curb. Yeah, right. Just like. Or the office, the US office. But it's probably like, at the moment, it's Curb. Yeah, like... I, I just obsessed with like every... Ep- and I think because it comes with a familiar- familiarity where... And Seinfeld and Curb are great for this because each episode, more so than like most other sitcoms, there's not just an A plot and a B plot. There's like, it goes up to E or F sometimes. And right, sure. half of the fun of rewatching them for comfort is like, oh yeah, this is the one where um Larry insults the guy who says his father is a kamikaze pilot because he survived and they're like oh shit then it's also the one about bingo and then you end up realizing it's about like six things and you're like half of it is going like oh man this show is so well written because like it can have six plots and never seem busy and then the next one is like well fuck i've got to see what's next because i love right yeah sure it's it's more that comfort for me is like yeah that i think yeah yeah for me like even just the idea of rewatching um futurama yeah is that, that just puts me like at, at ease i think seinfeld is like the p- most at ease for me and because it's like you could almost put it's like putting on an artist you love on shuffle i'm like i don't care what season just put on an episode and it's just like uh and it's like finishing lines i'd only watched maybe every episode three times but like i think i took it in so much from i, I used to like record seinfeld between like nine and eleven 12 and just like re it was like my favorite show i stand it so hard as a kid yeah i think i i get and i and it always did as a kid like I, I like sitcoms but i get sick of them after a while like i've never right. i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever watched the entirety of a of a you know a, a, cl- a famous sitcom like there's definitely like it's pat- hard with us because there's Seinfeld. like hundreds of episodes but like even like yeah like i got bored of parks and rec i got right. bored of the of which Rock, the u.s office like, and seinfeld i'd say that's probably it in terms yeah. of like complete oh and curb but yeah actually it's crazy about curb it's like it's been on for 20 years yeah that's essentially all, it's awesome uh, you know Just what taking I, I five fucked years up, between seasons i've i i tried to I, i've i've only seen the first and second seasons of mm-hmm. curb and they're the bad ones right like they're not bad it's just from season three onwards they have like a singular plot for the right. season yeah like season right, three sure. is like Larry's going in business for a restaurant with like Ted Danson and stuff. And like, while other stuff happens, like that's kind of like the spine of the season. Oh, okay. Actually my ultimate, something that I like, I have like things that I would love to watch with people. Like I would love to watch all of Mr. Show with you. Fuck. I love Mr. Show. Yeah. I love Mr. I, Show. I could like, the, the, especially season three and four, I can. <laughs> okay. And obviously series invited to, yeah. um, but yeah, like I, th- those, those, Last two seasons of Mr. Show are like two of my favorite. I also thought um, Nirvana the Band, I would love to watch with you, like season three. Yeah, fuck yeah. Which is happening. uh, Jay was in an interview this week, I think. Oh, no, Matt was and says it's happening and you will see it. I I never finished season two of that. What? Oh, man. I still haven't finished season two of Joe Perra either. Yeah, I haven't either. 
I have it all. Yeah, same. I've got to remember it. That 10 minute thing. I love, yeah, Joe Perry. Actually, stuff. speaking of Bob Odenkirk, I, um, I'm almost finished season three of Better Call Saul. Amazing. Dude, it is so fucking good. Like, Are you at the point now where most people are like, oh, it's better than Breaking Bad? It's just different. Yeah. Because I think, like, you know, it's not really challenging you to empathize with a bad main character. Sure. Like Walter White. Walter becomes White becomes a bad, a bad person. person. Whereas I think Saul. He fucks up a lot of time and, <clears throat> and makes a lot of bad decisions, but I, he you always empathize with him even at his the lowest points of him yep. as a character. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, it, it, like a lot. He's like a schmuck, if yeah. anything, like a patsy and a schmuck. So season three is the first season that Gus Fring return, um, is in Wild Shit, and so Vince Gilligan, the creator of both those mm. shows, directs the first episode, and like. That he's in and it's just like the the camera shots that they use mm. in in this series like they really take their time with it it's like very cinematic it's probably sick. it's probably the most cinematic tv show i've ever seen yeah wow um it's crazy and like less, what the most cinematic is i've seen less happens in each episode than an episode of breaking bad but so like they but they and they're, they're so clever in that they tie into like you'll suddenly see a character that was a bit character on Breaking Bad, but they'll have a much bigger role in Better Call Saul. Sure. Because it, maybe it's someone who worked with, with Saul yeah. or it's someone who worked with Mike like or it's Gus someone or who something. worked with Gus. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do too many spoilers, but like one of my favorite ever characters, Huel. Oh yeah. Is he in it? He's in it. Oh, and like Hugh. when he shows up, I was just like, oh fuck. Huel. Like, yeah, and Hugh, by the end of Breaking Bad, he was in a safe house, right? That's what we remembered. He was put in a safe house, I think. I think yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll escape. I think so. Breaking Bad. I mean, we all remember the, the big final thing we kind of remember before the actual final thing is him lying on the pile of money. I gotta do it, man. Yeah, like a moment scene. of all Breaking Bad. Classic scene. Yeah. I hope Hugh's in Final Fantasy Remake too, and they continue <laughs> their um the, the King of the Hugh. <laughs> King of the Hugh. Yeah, Square uh, Square Enix continue their um. You know the, the the now precedent of putting Breaking Bad characters in um, yeah. video games, but no, I mean we go on and on about you know how amazing it is to see like an episode of Mandalorian Materia, which, bitch, <laughs> which looks like um you know Sh- it looks a like a, looks like a movie, but like yeah. I really think that the cinematography in, in Better Call Saul is like huge, the best I've ever seen, huge, huge. Um, you've been watching Disney Gallery, Mando. No, that's a bit too inside baseball for. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. You know. they did, they, this week's was uh, all about practical effects, and it's just basically like half an hour of Baby Yoda porn. <laughs> we just like this is the best, and they go through like all the other designs, and yeah, they're like, it was too ugly, and then it was too cute, and then they like it goes through. It's amazing. They just land on the sketch, and you're just like, oh man, this is the best. I'm always in kind of denial of like I don't, I don't let myself watch or enjoy too much Star Wars content. I think for me with Star Wars... Well, you were always a casual fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where I was like a guy who could quote like the second DVD releases, special features, like document (laughs) lines from a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like studied it like to the point where like, yeah, I would know... I remember when I worked on it, I was like going up to people being like, oh, you're in the like documentary sound and vision on oh, no, I'm fan of, and they was like oh okay like yeah. knew too much about the special features <laughs> it's my plus I you know as someone who you know I wanted to see how that shit was made brother oh no I totally get it yeah yeah no it, it's it, I, 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 you're the guy that like calls the 
calls a character like the dude in the cantina and I'm the guy who like <laughs> would speak at you for five minutes about that character's history. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's a guy that looks like a goat in the cantina. And I'm like, well, actually, um, you'll find that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. It's nice. To, it's a nice difference to have. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to get into anything that, that much. Although I guess One Piece is kind of that for me now. See, and- I have like few things that I get into a lot. Yeah. I, I find it hard to get into a lot of things at a not deep level. Because, I don't know, that's just, that's how I roll. I get deep enough with way too many things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, my, I'd say my, like, <laughs> my weaknesses slash strengths are, like, Evangelion and Star Wars. Like, they're, like, the two the big two main ones. ones. And, like, yeah. h- h- the works of Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. It's probably it. Whereas I feel like I will have five new ones a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm but loyal. I'm, I'm, I'm always, yeah, I'm not loyal. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm loyal. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, like, I'm ride like, or die. And I, like... I'll go through the prequels. You know, I, I stick by things when the times go rough. Yeah. I stick by getting kicked out of... Um, maybe that's what I'm attracted to. Like, I love, you know, people... I love a Phoenix story. Sure. Yeah, I lo- I, I, I stick with them because I, I, I'm more interested well, also... Evangelion's an easy one to stick with because... Well, yeah, one, because there's only like 24 episodes, but it's... In these remakes, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, it it, it, it is... It is if you're an anime fan or an outside anime, it's very strange. It's not like other anime, but now anime is like it. If that makes sense. There's um, and I'm always surprised when like a very very well revered manga or anime series is actually a much shorter length. Like yeah, I, I, I want to up in Evangelion like the and come to mind. And I guess Ghost in the Shell comes to mind. They've had like. Two short seasons. Yeah, I mean Akira, obviously as well. Oh, Akira. sure, sure, sure. But then, um, uh, like Full Metal Alchemist is something oh, that so like- many people are obsessed with, and I always associated it as like, oh, it must be like one of those extremely long running no, shonen series. It's 108 chapters. I can knock that over in a day. I watched it all. I watched Brotherhood. You know how they remade it and based it off the manga? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Brotherhood like 10 years ago. Yeah, right. That's what everyone loves. That's the one that, yeah. So the creator was making it. It was like Game of Thrones and then the show eclipsed in the sense that the show eclipsed the manga yep. and just did wildly different stuff. And then they remade it with, I think, like essentially most of the voice cast and just made it like a one-to-one translation of the actual manga. And so how many chapters... Which, you know, the fucking of- anime does more than anyone is like remaking their own things with the same yeah, voice yeah, totally. cast. How many chapters... Yeah, well, Hunter, Hunter Hunter has been... There's two series. The same deal. One is loosely based and then one is like... Directly based? Uh, no, I think just one is like they just had a bigger budget, so they just. It's it so weird. Better. The best is when you go to like yeah. a manga, you're like, and you're like, oh, cool, there's an anime, and it's like the OVAs, the movies, the series, like, and you're just like, damn man, these guys fucking love chugging our movies. Yeah. Oh, so there's a Ninja say- Turtle OVA that is only available in Japan, where they team up with like, kind of like a Kamen Rider type of character, it's just yeah. a cartoon, and it's like a Japanese Ninja Turtle OV- OVA, <laughs> which I'm like, I need to watch that. Went on a deep Ninja Turtle wiki hole for like three hours the other night. Oh, you know, so sometimes you just like, huh, I wonder if that like character that was a toy. Remember Ninja Turtles was crazy for like having toys of characters that weren't in quite in the comics or quite in the cartoon, but then eventually would work their way in. Yeah. yeah. The Archie, remember they had the Archie comics, the fuck, what, the Mirage comics, and then like they would make the playmate whoever the toys would make toys of kind of characters from both but they were never in the series but they were, there were so many weird things it, it, like the original originally the ninja, ninja turtles in the comics they were all blue like no they're like, all red red they're all red yeah, it was right. mirage eastman and laird was it yeah i think yeah, yeah and then those comics a toy great. company got the riots 
And then the toy company said, we won't make these toys unless there's a cartoon series. So they made a cartoon series. But then Archie Comics, I think, made like the Ninja Turtles Adventures, which was based off the cartoon, but then did its own thing and got really weird and skipped in the future where like Raph's wearing all black. <laughs> they just do crazy shit. And it's like really well revered. Yeah, yeah. It's But I remember a lot of the merch being based off those comics when they weren't even available in Australia as like a five-year-old. That, yeah, that is like, that's another franchise that like, I know I would love the good stuff. Like that, that, that is like, a, it's, that's the closest thing that American culture has to anime. Anime. Cause it's like. They keep these... remaking it every five years. Cause right now, Jean Ralphio, uh, Ben Schwartz is the voice of Leonardo in one called Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Right. And that's that new series where like none of the characters have the same weapons as before. And Raphael's the leader. And this is the one where it's 2D animation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've and got... it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And then you see like, you know, answer the call-esque responses where people are like, Leonardo's the leader. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, just shut up. Like that one's still around. One of them, one of the turtles died in the comics a couple of years ago. I right. I've back. been, I was yeah. going to say, I guarantee some people that listen have read the IDW ones. Apparently it's great. I've got, I've got like 80 issues of the IDW ones and I've read 20 of them. I need to, I need to read more of them. Obviously. So someone say it's like, it was like... It is as good as like when it's really good, it's as good as like the best X-Men because they have micro issues where it's like a Donatello issue and it'll explain what was going on yeah, cool. for that character. I think it was made with one of the half of the original creators too, maybe Eastman. I would love like a, if someone did a deep dive ranking every piece of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would love it. I was a Ninja Turtles freak. Like, like I, and, and, and I would love to see where the Michael Bay movies rank. I would love to see. They, I, think, I would love I to see the, what a super, where a super fan would rank any of the movies. I think the honest. the like, shellheads hate the Bay films. I think the turtleheads hate it. Well, I understand, understandably, they yeah. don't even look like the fucking turtles. Like, no, I think the IDW ones, they're not mutants. I think their spirits inhabit. What does the M stand for then? I don't know, but I think that their spirits. I read somewhere inhabit like. Just turtles? Yeah. In the future? I think they're all from feudal Japan. Right. And their bodies... I don't know. I remember re I read that and I was like, huh. My favorite shit is when... Is that like Peter uh, Parker not being bitten by a spider? The, the rabbit, Usagi Yojimbo. Oh, yeah, when he has the crossover. Up. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember there was a toy of him. Yeah, there was a toy of him. In the but I had no idea who he was because he yeah. wasn't in the cartoon. And when you're five, that's There's like, like one episode of him. That's yeah. right. And Yeah. I want to see what it is. Man, I, I remember spending hours just looking at the back... Of, huh. of, 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 the, of the figure boxes I had so many And you would see all of them And like You're like what episode Is that going to be And it never came out What happened to my Ninja Turtles figures Yeah I only had like A, my a Mikey still. and a, and a, and a Raph I had heaps Raph was my favorite I had Casey Jones That was my favorite Because he had like The hockey mark I don't know I just thought he looked cool It was a great figure He had like the bat The golf bag With all the bats you put in there and they were, like the vehicles were the, were the sickest, and like the sewer playsets, yep. and like they had like the gak, Technodrome. Oh yeah, the, the, gak the, with the, ooze. With the little turtle, the ooze, and the little turtles. And Here stuff. we go. Listen to this. Uh, Hamato Yoshi is a member of the Foot Clan led by Roku Saki during Japan's feudal period. After seeking seeing Saki act, act ruthlessly, Yoshi leaves the clan and is marked a traitor. And Saki orders Yoshi's entire family to be put to death. Yoshi's wife Tang Sheng is attacked and severely wounded. And with her last breath, she beseeches Yoshi to protect himself from the children. He flees with the boys and remains on the run for several years. Saki, who will later be known as Shredder, finds Yoshi and his children murders them all. Yoshi and his son's spirits are reincarnated in modern times as a grey rat and four turtles in a research laboratory. Oh, yeah, no, I've read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah of I've read that. all that. Yeah, How's yeah. that mutant? <laughs> I don't know. You, you're, you're, yeah. And that, yeah, and, yeah, and April is an intern there and names them after Renaissance artists. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I just don't... I don't like the reincarnation. I, no, I remember reading it and it works. It totally works. 
How are they mutants though? I don't know. <laughs> it's like teenage from spiritual something. ninja turtles. Yeah. Um, but I think the comics, like it borrows from the Mirage ones, right? Like they start off with all red for a while. Yes. I'd be kind of keen to read it. I was going to... I have it all. I can give you my, my login. Um, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I'd be down. It's th- Those are properties that like... Why isn't there, you know, the same level of like love that we get for like Harry Potter's Wizarding World at Universal? Why isn't there like a, well, a sewer that we can go down in? Do you and, think? Like, it's, I think it's because the riots are in such turmoil. Like Nickelodeon has them now; oh, it just right. had them. And like, I guess there's no there's no agreed upon best iteration no. of the Ninja Turtles. I mean, either. if you ask me, it's like the Jim Henson puppets first film or the eighties nine. No, those 90s. really suck. <laughs> like, the first one's amazing. I, this yeah. one's really good. Like it's, I guess, yeah, it's it's a great time capsule. Yeah, I think it's yeah. like incredible puppetry, like Sam Rockwell early performance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's like a great like nineteen ninety movie with like a great soundtrack. I honestly think it it rules. I I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I watched it religiously every day as a five to seven year old, but. I, I could still quote the shit out of that movie. You put it on, I'll know every line. I think I think it still holds up well. It looks great. The sequels are trash. Yeah, I, I I remember loving the idea of is it the third the B- turtles in time? Yeah, like when I they go me, back I in time. So excited for that movie. And yeah, so stupid. They just go to Japan and like ask where pizza is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All turtle do is go to Japan and yeah, <laughs> eat pizza and lie. Yeah, I wish we got like a Nolan esque treatment where like not not in the nah, sense where it's that, yeah. but I would love to see the source material really respected. And I meant by Nolan S where he went back and kind of like did a cross of year one and something else. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see like the red turtles or, you know what I mean? I'd like to yeah. see that treatment because I think the color coding thing that was created for the cartoon. Yeah. Right. To like differentiate toys and, you know, it was created. It was that era with like the, it was like the, the tip of the end of that, like create like transformers, etc. like making toys to be sold. And then, creating plots around should i watch those those bay ones are they i'm kind of keen to i think i'm gonna have to when i finish transformers did he direct them no he produced them okay who directed them uh somebody who doesn't get much work (laughs) there's teenage mutant ninja turtles and teenage mutant ninja turtles i think out of the sewer is it called (laughs) which is a terrible name because that sounds like a stray shit yeah totally you're like well that's out of the sewer 2014 I think Johnny Knoxville is the voice for one of them. That's so funny. What a weird... It'd be sick if it was all Jackass members with the voices. Like Bam Majera was Director is Jonathan Liebsman, who also directed... Let's see his filmography. I bet we won't be surprised. I bet we're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Battle Battle Los Angeles, Wrath of the Mm -hmm. Titans. Oh my God. He was an uncredited director of the reshoots of Doolittle this year. Say no more, yeah. fam. He's like, don't worry, I've worked with animals before. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait, we thought you said you worked with animals. Oh, man. So weird. Why Why would those Teenage Ninja Turtles movies get made? <laughs> Who's making these movies? No. The voices are Johnny so Johnny Knoxville, funny. right? So it's... um, uh, No. Ben Schwartz, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, right. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville as Leonardo. Yeah. Jeremy Howard as Donatello. Alan, I don't know the other guys. And then it's like Will Arnett's a human character. Tony Shalhoub was Splinter. That's insane. <laughs> Megan Fox is April, April do you think? Do, do you think Tony Shalhoub does the Asian voice? I haven't seen how Splinter's know. in it, but do you think... You know how like... Whoopi Goldberg is in this movie. 
as um, Krang. Like Bernadette Thompson. <laughs> Should Krang. be sick as Krang. Is Krang in these movies? He's in the sequel. That's so funny. Baxter they... Stockman is in it in the first one. Yeah. There's no... So Casey isn't in... Casey's in it. It's a dude from Arrow. <laughs> oh, he must be in the second one. Yeah, sh- how hilarious. So Teenage Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows was directed I by... I thought it was Out of the Sewer. <laughs> out of the Sewer. <laughs> Back in the Sewer. God, they look so stupid. Yeah, they, they have like just... The designs gad- are so bad. They wear like pants and stuff. <laughs> um, I've got to look at Bay Ninja Turtles. So Johnny Knoxville is not back for the second movie. That was just a stunt he revealed. That was a jackass prank that he was in the first one. Pete Plozek is the voice of the... Look of at the this. Video. Look how fucked Raphael looks. <laughs> their shells are so high, they like cover their face, like the, the, their back. Someone whose name is just Seamus. Well, I love that Michelangelo oh, has like a fucking like Rocksteady. 1990s oh my God. necklace. Do you know who the voice of Krang is in the sequel? Get, drop me a hand, King. Oh, hey, Raymond. Whoa. <laughs> it's fucking Brad Garrett. That's insane. Krang has like a high pitched. What was his fucking catchphrase? I don't know, Raymond. I don't know, Leonardo. <laughs> I don't know, Shredder. Yeah, look, they just... Suck my dick, Raymond. They're too busy. Look at that shit. Yeah, wow. So, Stephen Armel is Casey Jones. This is mortifying. Look, one of them with their mask off. What the fuck? Tyler Perry. Look at that. One of them with their mask Tyler Perry's Baxter Stockman, right? Yeah, only in the second one. It was like an entirely different actor in the first one. Terrence Howard packed him in the first one. (laughs) Justice. So weird. I want to watch these, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to after... um, uh, How is your your Transformers rewatch going? I haven't started five yet. Oh, my God. Is that the one with... That's the last night. That's the the one with Merlin. Merlin. So, this one was directed by Dave Green. Do you think he got it because he was the same color as a turtle? Mostly music videos. That's Um, kind of the prerequisite for these. Oh, wow. Nothing. So, before this, he directed a movie called Earth to Echo, which is a found footage science fiction film. Sounds like Chronicle, if you ask me. Um, about some of this little robot. Um, but then he's he's apparently attached to Coyote versus Acme. There's a new one coming. Well, like I think it's a like, new like Limbo. No, I mean a new one. Like they're rebooting it again. They were gonna, yeah. I guess he's he's, he's got he's attached to that. Oh, is he? Yeah. Why is he doing a reboot? Oh, he made Pinkberry the movie with Miles Fisher. Do you remember, do you remember watching that one? No. What is that? Pretty forgettable. Weird thing. I think we're getting a new one though, and I'll be there day one. The Coyote, Wiley Coyote, new Pinkberry, Pinkberry, oh, right. Pinkberry sequel. <laughs> Turtles twenty twenty one. I'm surprised. You know what? This is their opportunity to either do like a proper reboot. Like oh, they can't saying. use those. Bitch no, they're doing a reboot. Again. Yeah, right. They have to reboot. They're doing a reboot, so that might. This is what they'll do. They'll either do a reboot of the. And basic completely off the Mirage comics and the final scene of the movie is them getting their colored um yeah. things. You know, like people love that shit where yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. you go into the movie knowing the final scene, yep. which is shit and I hate that type. It's like, it worked in Batman Begins where we saw the Joker card, but that set like a precedent of how these movies are done now where you're like, Marvel, was, Marvel took that Joker card reveal scene and just have ran with it for every movie where you're like, oh, the final scene is like the villain the big villain is going to get revealed. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? In like a phone call or something. Or they're going to do a legacy sequel to number one. The original one. Oh, right. That's okay, my other sure. theory. And set it in the 90s or With something. like four new Ninja Turtles. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they'll do a legacy sequel. Yeah, they find some babies or something. Perfect. 
Um, well, Angus, that was one big jumbo episode of Hey Fam. Imagine listening to it. So normally we do one hour in the regular feed and the other hour in Pay Fam. This week we gave both f- in the regular feed. And if you enjoyed that last hour and would like to show your thanks, please oh, man. find a black charity that's important to you and, and yes. give them some money um, if, if you can't find um, one. You know, if you're having trouble finding one that, that, that you think is important, we'll put a bunch in the episode description. Um, a couple of links in the episode description for you to uh, to peruse through. And um, look, a couple bucks goes a long way. If you can give more, give more. Um, but um, just like you've listened to this dog shit episode, listen <laughs> to some actually good this voices is a good episode, that matter. I guess. Um, yeah, like you know, it's like it's beautiful dog shit. Also, yeah, I guess the second half is kind of what PayFam sounds like. Uh, yeah, it's mean, more of a jumbo episode. This is just a big jumbo episode. Is it? It was. Uh, I've decided how I'm going to label it too. Now I was fretting for like ten minutes about it. I'm going to call it episode blah blah plus blah blah, in the feed. Okay. I think that's easy. You don't want to do a, a, a little secret bonus for, uh, for Patreon? No, I mean yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. We're going to we'll rank it. something. We'll figure out something. We're going to do gonna a secret bonus for Patreon. A secret rank. We're, we're going to rank charities. No. <laughs> <laughs> in the next one and only if you pay us we're gonna rank colored squares yeah <laughs> then you'll get to hear it um but thank you so much for listening and uh be be safe and be good to each other um and we'll see you next week i can't wait I'm, i look forward to it every single week it's so sick <laughs> hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.